All right, hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Uh, we are playing old One Ring Second Edition tonight. We are continuing our Waking of Angmar campaign. Uh, we are still in Angmar. Uh, we are down two brave and wonderful NPCs who were ruthlessly abandoned by the party to die. Um, none of that's Floyd's fault as he was unconscious at the time. Uh, but the rest of them, shame. I, I was going to invest in one of the bells things from Game of Thrones, uh, but um, that's a lot of that's a lot Shame. of effort. It's a lot of effort, and I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we all, we had uh, we had our first uh, giveaway last night uh, of dice. We don't have any schedule for today for one ring, but we will do a one ring giveaway later this month. So keep an eye on that. Uh, so it'll be coming up pretty soon. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we. Uh, yeah, we'll see if we get through. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure because we ended kind of on some failure last time, and we'll see what the party plans to do, what some of the consequences were uh, of of, uh, of leaving Othran go the way they did, and uh, and yeah, yeah, John, that's definitely the most important thing. Is Floy got some of his treasure back, and uh, all of us can now sleep at night. <laughs> so why don't we do a quick little, quick little round of introductions, and then we'll get started. So uh, long. Tell us about Floy. Yes, I'm Floy, a dwarf from the Blue Mountains. Pretty young in his adventuring years. He's also a treasure hunter, so that treasure is always ending up in his bags, his hands, whenever possible. And we found out he's not as hardy as he thinks. Maybe this cold's getting to him, but he's supposed to be the front man, the battle axe wielder. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you are the offense of the team. Uh, I think we've seen. And when you went down, I would say probably early-ish, because it was like midway through the fight or so, something like that. I didn't really time it. Kind of swung things pretty pretty severely, I thought. But um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you do the most damage, I would probably say. You're always in forward stance. You just do a ton of damage whenever you swing that axe. And so when you go down, it's hard to replace it. Uh, next up, uh, we've got uh, we got our hobbits. We've got Gilly Kellograss. Ashley, tell us about Gilly. I'm playing Gilly Kettlegrass, and she is our scholar. Um, she's been keeping a chronicle of our adventures in her journal. Um, and before she left to come up here, she transcribed a lot of them with Oswald Breaker um, and Bree, um, just in case she doesn't come back. Um, and yeah, it's been very stressful. She's had a lot of people go through their shadow paths while she's in the vicinity. We were talking about that. And she's been like a little bit of a little bit of a punching bag. And um, yeah, Gilly's kind of tired of it. Okay. So PvP then. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna pull an Aaron and knife Stephen in the ear <laughs> while he just I don't even I do have a short spread. Okay, so that's a yes. That's a yes. That's what I heard. Okay. Uh next up we've got Arineal, the last remaining ranger of a party that once had three rangers, but now only has one. Uh Melissa, tell us about Arineal. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, uh, things did not go well last time and uh, weren't able to prevent um, Talendale from going back in after Marimbem. And uh, yeah, Arineal, um has joined the ranks of the others that uh, have moved down her shadow path. Uh, so she is now a... Uh, spiteful ranger mm, okay uh so what's the name of your path again do you remember uh path of vengeance path of vengeance okay yeah that's what merriman had that makes sense yeah okay 
Fair enough. Uh, all right. Next up, we've got a Sorandir, uh, who was probably, I don't know, probably the closest to dying. Like, cause you were, you were like the last one out of the room other than Marin Bemin was really kind of difficult. We it were was rough. Of, yeah. We were looking at trying to figure out those rules a little bit for fleeing and stuff. Uh, but you did get out. Uh, so we get to learn more about Sorandir and his many, many titles. So tell us. I, I've lost all my titles. I am playing Sorandir the Twice Broken. Uh, he is an elf warden. He is covered in blood and scratches. Uh, he's got scratches all down his face from the uh, ice and the uh, shattered pearl that wasn't actually a pearl that he maybe it was his own fingernails. Um, he's definitely in a bad place shadow wise. Um, I remember when I was on my first step of Rennial, you know, it, that, that was a long time ago, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> back when I was a younger elf, uh, I'm a little bit further now and I'm looking like I might get a third because uh, wow. I, I gained seven points in one oh session. So wow. we'll see how this goes. Wow. That's uh that's 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 no good. How so? So how far along is everybody? How many steps are are they on their shadow paths right now? Just one. I'm only on two. Okay, I'm on two. one as well. All right, one for four. What about Gilly? I know Gilly's got Gilly. like a thousand scars, but has she, she has gone scars? Down? She hasn't gone down her shadow path. I yet. feel like once Gilly goes down her shadow path, it's just going to be like ten seconds, and suddenly she's done because you're accruing <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of shadow scars. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have you uh, skin it for the biscuit? You have know? you kept track of like? I mean, not like officially, just curious. Like, have you kept track of like what triggered those scars? Like what it was? Um, For most of them. So the most recent one I got was the shadow, the shattering of the pearl. Sure. And then the other one was before that was when I got the bite from the doom. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the f- I lost track of the second one I got, but the first one I got was from almost falling into the troll pit. Or cave. Oh, okay. She like uh, heard like nails and stuff like ripped off, and her fingers got all tore up. As gotcha. Clinging to the wall. Gotcha. Should go by. Should we should at some point go back and and I'm I'd be curious if anyone's been keeping track enough to 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 recognize what those were. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, I guess we can get started now. I wrote a very thorough and technically accurate <laughs> summary. <laughs> That's the group uh, objected to. Uh, and by group, I mean Stephen. Uh, so this is the yeah, summary yeah. I wrote. Still in Othrangul, you did battle with some creatures of the unseen, some kind of sorcerer and a warden, clearly some form of wraiths. Floy went down fairly early in the fight, swinging the battle in the favor of the undead. Talendil heroically, I forgot to add, heroically carried Floy. Talendil, ye of broken back and leg and recovered and came out here didn't have to it was became, returning the favor the first time i carried him out so that's a good point that's a good point carries you out to safety while the rest of you abandon his wife marimbem to die uh deer was nearly taken down as well but was able to stumble out of the council room in the darkness that's when he ran into talendil in that kind of hallway there that sort of icy hallway that led down to that council chamber that arcane room uh, and he ran into talendil talendil kind of smacked him around a little bit and then plunged back into the shadow looking for his wife uh, and that's when Sorendir went back up toward the room of frozen faces. Uh, that's where the group was arguing, kind of breaking down. And that's when all of these faces suddenly began to weep and howl. And eventually you all made the decision to flee the fortress. You you left. 
uh, and, you, and you were looking to recuperate in some kind of lonely cave somewhere in the mountains, etc. So you're looking for some place to camp. Uh, so I, I don't know. I just feel like everything I just wrote was 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 accurate, right? Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. It says uh, let me let me read exactly as I wrote. You recuperate. You're looking to recuperate in a lonely cave elsewhere in the mountains. Your ranger allies left to some horrific fate with an Authoran goal. Well, what about that was incorrect? Point out Nothing. one thing. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. So just painful. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, so you all will say. You've just left uh, this uh, this door that you took so such painstaking efforts to to get out of, and you're looking for you're up on the this this mountainside. Cold winds blowing your face, the the ice, the snow, to the point where it's difficult to see. You're weary, you're beaten, you're broken, and you're looking around here for somewhere to to find shelter, right? You know that there are other creatures of concern in the area. You know that there's ice trolls of some kind, these uh, these larger white-furred wargs. You saw a, a, a fairly large ice drake at one point crawling around here and there. So uh, who, who would we say is probably most suited and able to find... Uh, a good place for you all to take shelter. Who would we say that is? I'm on my last legs here, so I'm probably huddled behind everyone. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely should not be leading. Okay. Uh, would it be like an awareness roll or? Uh, I will take awareness. I'm, I I prefer to use awareness for, for like, like danger. danger. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I would do something like um, something like probably explore. Maybe even scan. I would take. How far away did we leave the horses, the the donkeys, or whatever? Uh, that's uh, that's a fair question. Probably. It was before we crossed that bridge. Yeah, you probably have. It's probably a bit of a walk to them because they remember it was a fairly large plateau, on which this singular outcropping was where you found the door. So it's it's not like immediately okay. outside. So, um, someone just give me whoever you want. Whoever wants to do it is fine. Just give me an explore or scan test as you're trying to navigate your way back to your your ponies and find a place to sort of camp down for the evening. Um, I, I, do do a, I guess I'll do a scan test. Yeah, just gotta do everything else. You should be everyone's emotional support. Now she has to be your scout. Yeah. Tiny little hobbit pushing through the snow. She's the best. That's it's true to life. She's the she's the she's Sam. It's basically what I, it is, right? Uh, I pass, but no extra successes. It's fair enough, though. Despite the darkness, despite the the heavy the heavy drifts of snow and ice, and the winds being really heavy, visibility is not great. You still manage to kind of find your way back to the small, very shallow cave in which you've you left your ponies tied up. You notice that they appear, I mean, they're alive. They're, they're huddled together on top of one another, you can see, uh, in the corner of this dark cave, uh, and shivering, something fierce. Uh, you can see that whatever food you might have left for them has long been finished. And so they, they seem skittish as you approach them. 
And when they look at you, they look a little harrowed. You know, they look like they look like they're. Yeah, you get the sense that they've. They're on their they're on their own. They're having their own issues in, in terms of like kind of standing up and 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 kind of keeping themselves together. But they're alive, and you found this this shallow cave. Is the plan to to camp out here? Yeah, we're gonna rest up as best we can. Okay. Fire? No fire? fire. Definitely fire. Okay. Need some warmth. So you go ahead and you take whatever supplies you have left over that you can salvage. There's no wood around, uh, but you whatever you've taken with you, and you piece together some small fire. Get out your food, whatever you have left. The uh, the animals seem thankful for the bit of warmth that they're getting. And really what you have here is an extraordinarily dark mountain with a tiny little flickering of flame kind of bouncing off the cave walls. As the night progresses, Floyd, you find yourself struggling to have some... to fall asleep too, too easily. You find yourself kind of coughing up a bit here and there. Maybe the the lungs are getting filled with fluid. Maybe it's just the cold. Take two points of endurance damage. What if I'm at one? It means you, uh, you go unconscious. Gilly. Take eight points of endurance damage. As you start to <coughs> cough as well. Okay. Sorendir. Oh, God, Sorendir. Oh, no, never mind. That's a Gandalf. What am I talking about? Uh, I was like, <laughs> got very excited for a second. I rolled a 12, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's that's right. It's a Gandalf. Uh, Sorendir, you're actually, you're actually okay. You're feeling, you're feeling all right. But you, but I would say you and Reniel, you both look over, and you can see Gilly and Floy are, are, are kind of coughing to the point where it's some, somewhat in fits. And suddenly Floy just conks out completely. Uh, Gilly, are you still up? Yeah, I still have 10 endurance. You guys look over at Floy, and despite Talendil carrying him out, despite the second wind he got collecting his treasure, as you guys sit around here and try to get some food for the evening, you look over, Floy is not sleeping. You don't even see him breathing anymore. Floy is dying. Uh, yeah, Gilly's gonna heal him, if that's cool. You scramble over, coughing a bit, as you do, Gilly, underneath your your mask. Mm -hmm. And you you kind of reach out, you're like, you got your hand, you put your hand above his his mouth, no breath coming out, right? You feel his chest, his chest isn't moving. Floyd is quite literally uh, what the game would consider dying. You have... It's a very. This is a very important test, Gilly. Okay. It's a healing test with minus one penalty. Okay. As you look at him, you realize that despite like this heavy, you know, he's got a heavy beard, and it's, there's some discoloration on it still. You notice as he kind of, as you're looking at his mouth, when you're kind of getting close to listen for breath, there's discoloration uh, around his his lips and his mouth and his nose, uh, and it kind of looks like. I don't know. You're not sure. A wound of some kind. Mm-hmm. 
but he's he's the, the most important thing right now is that he's just not breathing and you need to get him back okay uh, I'm gonna spend a hope to enact the pearl of Calebrion okay for a magical uh, success on a healing roll okay go ahead and roll go ahead and roll and see if you get anything extra okay Uh, I didn't get any extra successes. Okay. Uh, so, Floy, you kind of come, you come to. You have one endurance. You have this, you're out for a few minutes as everybody around, like you look, when you look up, you see everyone kind of huddled nearby, kind of looking at you with, with some concern. Uh, you don't even really remember what happened. You remember eating something. You remember kind of call, almost like you were choking on it, and then you were out. And now there's Gilly over top of you, the the glow of the pearl in her hand, and she's kind of resting, you know, up against you in the cold. She come to one endurance. Oh, thank you, little one. It's a bit tired there. I I I, I don't know. I, I don't know what ails you. You you stopped breathing. Must have been all that, that dust, the darkness. I was drenched in it. And and Gilly kind of like worries her lips between her teeth and. If, if we enter, when we enter again, we can't, we need to try and avoid breathing that in. Agreed. We should rest the best we can, recoup a bit. We should so, rest. So you all get some furs together. You got the fire going. You lay down, you try to get some rest. You don't even know if it's evening. You're just trying to get rest. Arineal, Sorendir. Goes all right. You've got strange dreams probably plague you to some degree. Maybe Marimbem Talendel, maybe that figure you saw dragging the, the petrified limb across the, the stone mm-hmm. floors. But otherwise, you, you sleep. And the two of you can go ahead and restore yourselves to full endurance. Floy, Gilly... It is a fitful night for you. Multiple times you wake after moments of rest in a state of, uh, of some kind of fit and cough. More than once throughout the night when you wake up, you do so in the middle of a cough to the point where you see some sort of spittle coming out of your mouth and you kind of wipe it off and you realize it's not just saliva, but this like kind of darkened sludge. Morning comes. And the two of you do not get to restore your endurance. And I think, Gilead, it's at this point, you probably, you're exhausted, you're extremely tired. Mm. But you look over towards Floy, and you see that what had started just around his nose and mouth has now kind of extended off to the side of his face. And you can see this kind of, that same griminess, that kind of blackened bits of spore has started to spread across the side of his face, and you can see his teeth as well. And you hold up your short sword to yourself, 
get your reflection, mm-hmm. it's the same thing for you. You're seeing it now kind of grow. You pull your your scarves, your scarf down that maybe you're using to protect yourself from the weather, and you can see again around where you would intake air has just just this, this infection of some kind has spread onto your cheeks, onto your teeth, your tongue, your gums, all of which are discolored. The two of you are poisoned. Okay. Now, mechanically what this means is that at the start of the day, you can make a, te- a, a, a test to essentially try to, to try to cure this. End of the day is endurance loss. Start of the day is to try to heal it. Okay. Now, Arineal and Sorendir, as you two wake up, you see that you see this. Like, you see the fact that their faces are discolored in some fashion. The two of you are actually feeling, I mean, you're exhausted, but you've, you feel refreshed compared to the day before. Uh, Sorendir would have spent the night as far away from Gilly as he could have, huddled in whatever furs he could in a little nook in the cave. And you all probably would have heard him just softly sobbing throughout the night as he tried to do his meditation and it just wasn't working. And the next morning you would see that the, the scratches on his face have already begun to scar. And I'm taking a shadow scar, my first one. What? Gilly, what have you tried healing? And, and like you just hear her as she struggles to draw in breath and she's wheezing uh, like I am actually in real life. And, <laughs> and um, such commitment just, from Ashley. Yeah, she just starts violently coughing and you'll watch as she gets like that black spittle on her hands. And she's just, I'm, t- I'm tired, Arunio. We, we came here for answers and I I don't I don't know that we have the answers that we need but the the toll that this has cost both of you and all of us we, we didn't just come here for answers we came here to help save Lady Otorlos and help put a dent in this darkness that's encroaching upon our our lands and our people and our friends and our family. And I came here knowing that I'm probably going to die, Arineal. And she reaches for her pack and she's going to try and heal Foy. Okay. Uh, One minus one D6. Okay. Uh, it's severe poison. Yeah. 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 I think I made a mistake on that dying rule. I don't think I. I think I put put the the penalty was for the poison, not for the dying rule. So I apologize for that. But yeah, the uh, the healing rule here for this is a one minus one d. Okay. Ooh, Gandalf. Uh, no extra successes though. Okay. So with with that, we'll say you're huddled over over Floy. You're going through your pulstices. You're, you have a bag of, of various herbs and various ingredients that you've collected. You're running thin. Like mm-hmm. it's been a long journey. 
And there's been abrasions and things and smaller stuff that we don't necessarily play out, which you've had to use over time. Help out the you know the ponies as well. And you're running a little low on and light on things, but you have kind of just enough. You you, you piece together some kind of kind of broth slash you know a drink essentially and you you kind of get it and it brings up this vapor that comes out and like you kind of huddle floy over top of it and he's breathing in and it's a horribly pungent smell and flavor floy but you find yourself quickly retching both stomach wise but also breathing wise you find yourself and it's this 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 terrible sound that that anybody with with sort of sensitivity you might even find yourself sympathetically nauseous but more than once floyd you find yourself just coughing and hacking up this huge chunks of sludge and it's the same kind of color that you saw from you know the spores and the debris inside the authorngal but here it, it it's like active in some way and you quickly kind of throw it in the fire kind of burn it up and it's not an immediate, like you don't immediately feel better, like in the sense of you don't restore your endurance or anything, but you do start to breathe a little bit better. You do, you do start to feel your lungs less filled with fluid and you're not laboring as much. Still, you're still tired. You still feel quite sick, but you do, you are able to breathe better. Oh, thank you, Gilly. It's the best I've felt all night. And, and she herself just starts violently coughing. And um, before she takes whatever little scraps that we have left to, to try and heal herself. Same roll. And Healing, minus 1D. Um, I'm going to spend a hope for myself. Okay. For... For the magical success. Magic success. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. And I got an extra six. Okay. Uh, so same deal. You you manage to scrounge around. Maybe it's you think you're out of ingredients and like you you don't even realize it like nonchalantly just kind of holding the pearl. You see it kind of illuminate and it shows this, this section of your pack that you hadn't quite fully explored and there buried in it wrapped up and kind of this this dark paper you find kind of some remains of some herbs a little extra package that her mom had stuffed in her pack that she didn't realize you recognize this tiny little bow that your mother often uses you pull it out and you're able to piece together another brew and and similar to floy you feel better your 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 breathing is better you're still exhausted the two of you again endurance doesn't come back up yet Mm -hmm. um but otherwise, we're you are huddled up next to our horses. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple other things of note: uh, you just did a prolonged rest, so I would say for Arineal or Sorendir, if either of you wanted to spend fellowship points to regain hope, remember that that's a a thing you can do uh, for each. Um, I think it's one fellowship point equals one hope for a single character. So I think there's four fellowship points remaining uh, from the start. Uh, so if either of you wanted to do that since you technically rested. I'm at seven, so I'll pass. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. All right. So then the question is, is, is as we'll call it morning, you're not sure about the time of day, but we'll call it morning, progresses, and the two of you are, are clearly still exhausted, clearly not recuperated, uh, but feeling 
on the mend. What do you guys want to do? I can't do much uh, here as I'm selfishly requesting more time. I, I'm just not feeling well at all. Yeah, Gilly's gonna need rest. I thankfully don't feel as awful as the two of you seem to feel, uh, but I don't know that Sorendir and I going in alone would be wise. No, of course not. We're not asking that of you. I have no right to offer. But each day we tarry puts us more in danger. Perhaps I should at least search their area and ensure that there's no creatures that would find us. So the other... Hey. The other thing, I just want to draw attention really quick. Sorry, Melissa, I didn't mean to cut you off there. But uh, prolonged rest is what you guys try to do overnight. Remember that there's still a short rest that mm-hmm. Floyd and Gilly you technically can do now, which would at the very least give you a number of endurance points equal to your strength rating. Neither of you are wounded, right? Did Floyd, did you take a – you just went to endurance loss, right? You didn't actually – Yeah, I didn't take a wound. Okay. So the two of you can – you would be able to do that. Okay. So, I'd like to short wrist them. Yeah. For now, yeah. Okay. I definitely will he'll need a prolonged rest for no, sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm just just yeah. saying Just to at least now. get you above like one. For now. So yeah, go ahead and re- you can go ahead and restore that right now. Uh sorry, Arenia, what were you gonna say? Uh I I do think Sorendir it might be wise for us to peek around outside and make sure that we are not being hunted. Don't think we should stray too far, though. Our our mission is where we came from, as dangerous and deadly as it is. Sorendir just nods. Okay, so Sorendir and Arineal, you're going to go scout around? Just to keep an eye on things, make sure everything's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Why don't you two you go ahead and give me a roll? We'll see if you see anything. Um, I'd say explore awareness if you're looking for specific dangers. Um, scan even any of those three would probably suit. Uh, I'll go awareness. I, I'm more worried about. I don't think anything would come out of uh, Othran Goal, but that creature we saw outside before we went in. Uh, that could be wandering about. That that's more what I'm concerned about. Go ahead and give it a roll. And I'll try the explorer. That is a great success for me. Very nice. Uh, regular success. Okay. Are the two of you keeping together, or are you are you going out separately? I would think we would stick together. 
I would think we would go separately. Yeah, but I knew that Sorender was coming. I not knew actually. that was coming. I would have bet a million dollars that Stephen was going to say that. <laughs> Uh, you know me too well. Uh, no, Sorendir would not actually press the issue. He would just start wandering like a different direction. And if Arrhenial said something, he would just kind of circle around back to her and follow her. And I would say like Arrhenial, puppy. as soon as I said stick together, I thought that was similar to Jeff. Like, hmm. So I would say Arrhenial probably like kind of be tracking after Sorendir. So like he's wandering off by himself as he does. And Arrhenial is sort of like following behind him. Okay. So Sorendir, you start scouting about. You're on, again, there's a fairly large plateau. And you remember there were these series of, of kind of flattened expanses that extended outward from the, the rocky centerpiece of, of the mountain that you're on. And you start exploring looking around its visibility is difficult uh the wind has kicked up considerably the snow uh, and ice that are whipping around kind of creates some trouble Um, but your your elvish balance your elvish eyes all these things give you a a bit of um a bit of a bonus in in this at one point after maybe about 45 minutes or an hour of wandering about, you start weaving along the sides. This, uh, this sort of slender, slender ledge, maybe five, ten feet in width, along the side, kind of going back in the direction of where I think it was Gilly and Arinial saw that bear-like creature crawl up a crevice. You hear a shudder, a f- like just this thunderous sound, like that. It almost, it, it not, not an explosion, like you don't necessarily hear some kind of incendiary burn, but it's just this massive, massive shaking suddenly that begins to follow. So first it's like a crack of thunder, and then it's this like rumbling that follows. And you feel yourself starting to shake against the wall, and snow and ice begin to trickle. You look up perhaps worried for an avalanche, but you don't see anything coming down from above. And that's when, with your bonus success, you're able to notice as you look down, you see a chunk of the mountain has just collapsed. And there is this huge chunk of rock, stone, ice that's just sweeping down the slope below you. Renia will say at this point, you catch up and you can track you can see where sore and deer's eyes are, are are kind of pointing and you too see it and that's when both you hear another and you watch as this massive chunk of stone this huge boulder probably a good 10 to 20 feet in diameter just explodes against the side of the mountain below you Sorender, you look up and you can see for the briefest of moments the the sort of this the strange haze clears ever so slightly and you can see down probably about a half a mile below you and across this huge chasm on this separate peak there is a creature of size you have never seen before it is stunningly large we're talking dozens 
of feet in height. And you see it just grabbing, like, and ripping from the side of, a, of this, this, this rock wall, this outcropping. It's just ripping it up. And it just rears back with this sort of almost slow motion look and just hurls this stone up in the direction of the two of you. What would you two like to do? Start scrambling away. Okay. It doesn't hit you, but again, it hits below. You feel the ledge begin to tremble, and then you see chunks of, like, these cracks begin to form along the walkway. You scramble back, kind of in the direction of where you came towards Gillian and Floy. You hear about two or three more of these before they start to fade away as you just hustle and hustle and hustle. Arineal, were you doing anything? Uh, Arineal was just making sure that Sorndir was moving back in this direction and just sort of like, was he, was that throwing that at us? Did it see us? I doubt it. It was probably just exercise. The horrors of this place are innumerable. There. The shadow grows. You make it back to the cave. Floy and Gilly have kind of drifted off briefly to sleep, it seems. But you you make it back. They seem to be okay. And your immediate surroundings, you didn't notice any dangers other than the environment. You didn't see that creature that you saw climb up from the crevice and chase after Marimben. All you saw was that giant from a ridge far away. Would you all say you spend the rest of the day resting and we go to another day? I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. As long as the sun is out, I know it would still be freezing cold, but I would try to stay near the front of the cave just uh, to be alone, not going far out of sight, but finding a nook where I can be hidden and just watching, making sure nothing comes up. Okay. Everyone goes down, rests for the for the day. Sorendir, you, you take a position towards the front of this cave, keeping your keen eyes looking outward. At a certain point, you do hear the sounds of the sounds of ice crunching. And you do hear steps. What would you like to do? direction are they coming from is it still daytime uh yeah we'll say that there's a little bit of light in the sky but behind the clouds uh i don't want to move and give away my position but i would like to uh look around try to spot it uh, uh awareness yeah. probably i would say for this one i love when you say awareness Ah, maybe not. Oh, no, I'm good. Uh, That's an 18, so success, but only one success. Okay. You don't actually see it too clearly at first. Like, you're looking out, you're seeing the wind and the snow and the ice kind of whip around. The haze is still there. 
and the creature gets closer than you would have preferred. And one of the reasons it gets so close is because it's covered in, in a coat of white. As you see this large warg. Not so much wolf, but warg. There's something about it. Like the face seems contorted in this this constant state of snarl and pain. It, it has this gait that seems inconsistent with what a wolf might have. And maybe that even kind of throws off your ability to identify it at first. And it is quite large. It is less the size of a, a wolf and more the size of a bear. It doesn't quite have, like, the girth, but it certainly has the height. It's alone, you think. You don't see anything with it. You don't see a pack or anything like that following. But it's it does seem to be sort of sniffing around here and there. Does it look like it's got the scent of something or it's just kind of wandering? Let me find out. From what you can tell, it's like it's, you think it's probably looking for something in particular, but it's, it's not finding it. It's like, (laughs) It's like doing this, these, these strange, like kind of, kind of painful drops, like trying to get the the air, and and then it kind of thrashes about with its head, its eyes kind of almost blinking, and you can see that they're this this beet red, and it looks around. <laughs> and then starts kind of trotting in a different direction. It doesn't seem to have picked you up. I will ever so slowly loosen my short sword and my scabbard and I do not want to move other than that. If it will move past us, even better. I don't want to call out to anyone either to draw its attention. Okay. Gilly, you've been sort of dozing here and there Mm. as this has been happening. You're breathing better. You look over towards Floy. He seems to be, you know, kind of off taking a nap. Arineal is probably tending to the ponies currently. And that's when you hear a sound. The sound of ice cracking. And it just... It's kind of faint at first, but then it grows. And then it gets louder. Your arm kind of flails really quickly as you you think something just falls on it. Kind of that, that you're not sure if it really happened or if it was just sort of like, you know, this presumption of something mm-hmm. falling. But you hear this this cacophony of, of crackling ice that just doesn't seem to shake. Can she... So she can't identify where it's coming from? You look around and you, you look obviously above your head at the, mm-hmm. the icy cave and you see no signs of anything falling. Look at the walls. You see no signs of anything cracking. And in your immediate surroundings, everything looks fine. She's going to discreetly check the pearl again. Pull the pearl out. Take a look at it. It gives off this faint glow. Very faint. You see no signs of cracking within this. Okay, she'll tuck that away. And, um... She doesn't mention it because the last time she did, things went south with Sorendir. 
You don't see Sorendir necessarily. Look around, and in your immediate surroundings, you don't actually see him. He's the only one you don't see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she'll just sit up and um, kind of try and get comfortable, but also kind of try and plug her ears mm-hmm. and just... Put your hands over your ears. The crackling continues. And it is not quiet. And it comes every so often. It's not like this constant stream. It kind of pops up every now and then. This is going to stress her out about the cave, so she'll start walking around to check to make sure everything's okay and nothing's going to cave in on us. Start walking around, and that's when you see Sorendir kind of crouch towards the front of the cave. He's got his his short sword out. He just seems to be very still, and he's keenly looking out from the cave into what, from where you're standing, just looks like this constant haze of white and he's it's like he's peering at something and again you hear the sound of the crackling kind of coming from somewhere around here um can she try and see what he sees outside uh awareness test from where you're at i'll go ahead and we'll give this a minus one okay if Sorendir sees her even coming out. You stab her. I would try to make a very subtle motion to just stay. Uh, I pass, but no extra successes. Okay, so Gilly, as you're getting closer and you're peering, taking a few steps, you hear the sound of the crackling kind of distracting you. You look back and you see Sorendir's hand is very carefully pulled behind him. Hand is up. Stop for a second. And you kind of just sort of follow as his hand points outward into the snow. Mm-hmm. And you can see it now, this this contour of white, this large wolf, warg, some kind of creature. And you see it <laughs> sniffing and snarling at the air, looking around. The two of you, like, pause. You're very, very careful. You don't make a whole lot of noise. You don't move. The sound just keeps getting louder in your ear, getting louder and louder and louder. Eventually, though, you see this thing put its head down, sniff the ground more, and lopes off in the direction that Arineal and Sorendir had traveled to earlier in the day. Do we do we need to move? Could I make a say hunting check uh, to try and uh, deduce if it would be able to like work its way back to us in the cave? Sure. Obviously, I wouldn't know for sure, but what my instincts would tell me. Ah. Uh... You know what? I'm going to spend a hope and get an automatic success with my elven skill. Since I took that shadow scar, I'm not miserable. Okay. Oh, you're Um, miserable. And I rolled a Gandalf. Wow. You would probably presume that 
at a certain point, this 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 mountain you would imagine is fairly barren. There's not too many scents. It'll take time, but your sense, the ponies, it's probably just a matter of time before it locates you all. Would I feel like we, matter of time, would it be like by the time it walks there and back and such, would it be like the night? Yeah, I mean, when I say matter of time, it's not necessarily like it'll be here in 10 minutes. It's just more if this thing is persistent, it will find you eventually. It is a risk. If you need to rest, you may have no choice. Perhaps we could set up a trap. Feel free. And at that, you just, she starts to cough again and she just shakes her head and heads back into the cave. Okay. Soren like winces at the coughing, but he just pulls his cloak up and looks away. Night eventually comes. No sign of the warg. By the time any any light in the clouds is gone, you can tell the sun is has fallen. Is anyone doing anything before you kind of bed down for the for the night? Did Gilly say anything to Arrenial about? making a trap and about the warg. Uh, yeah, she she wasn't uh, talking too quietly, so I presume you could have heard it. Okay. Given that information, then I would say Irenial would want to spend some time trying to set up a trap. Okay, uh, let's do a craft, probably. Um, let's do a craft test. Can I say craft isn't necessarily the thing that I am best at. Can I can we say that I uh, spoil the snowshoes to create this trap? Uh, you're still going to have to roll, uh, but I will say you can take the plus one uh, yeah. that you would get from snowshoes. But that'll be, if you're specifically spoiling them, that means you won't be able to use them any other way. Okay. That'll at least get me another... Uh... Oh, I have this works. I'm only rolling two here. No. It's fail. Well, no, you you make a trap. Set it up, bust your snowshoes, and you you set it near the the entrance to the cave, just in case. And then, uh, do you all bed down? Yeah. Knowing that the warg is out there, um, I think I would try to skip my rest. Okay. Uh, and uh, do my elvish meditation while I'm uh, I would try to stay near the, the cave like h- however close I can to have sight and still not freeze to death over the night mm-hmm. 
uh, just so I could try to get as much warning as possible if the work finds us. Okay. I'm just going to roll to see if it comes by tonight. So it's just a roll. Night passes. You hear sounds of distant howls, more of that crashing sounds. Whispers? Maybe? But you don't see any signs of that warg returning by the time that little thinness, slight change of light occurs in the clouds. Floyd and Gilly, you wake up feeling much better. The discoloration is still there, but it's retreating. You can see it's getting better, and you can go ahead and fulfill fill up your, your endurance. Look around. You see no signs that anyone anything's been stalking you in the night? But all of you are full endurance. When we rested this night, can I spend some fellowship points for hope? Yeah. I think you have four going by Melissa's sheet. So, uh, is anybody else going to take any? Nope. Okay. Just remember, the fellowship would be you. If you used it at any point to get, like, favored on the shadow rolls, mainly what... Or I'm gonna just take four lines or or Tolos, excuse me. Okay. Seeing them in the morning already, it does appear that this rest has been beneficial. You are both looking a bit better than you were yesterday. Yes, I do feel just well. We're lucky for an uneventful night. But I think it's time to go back in. As grim as that sounds. And perilous too. There's a <laughs> pile of frozen furs at the the mouth of the cave that just crackles and uh, breaks as Sorandir stands up. We should not tarry. Okay. So you all leave the. Do you leave your ponies? Yeah, I'm gonna load them up with some of this treasure so I can lighten my load. Okay, fair enough. That's smart. We're going to be hunting a warg with a belly full of gold. <laughs> <laughs> and then you return to the door to Othran Gull? Yes. Yeah. Do you do the same process to open it? I'll cut the other hand. Mm-hmm. When you, By the way, when you look at your palm, it's like just sickly and terrible. The wound is festering and hideous. Not sure. It's not like the... The spores, but it's it looks very that will need to be tended to at some point, lest you lose a hand. But you go ahead and you cut the other hand. Grimace, even though you don't really feel it because of the cold. Smother your hand over the door, you watch as the, the runes glow once more, seems to absorb the blood, the mechanism sounds, and once more you see the cold, dark entranceway into Othrin Gull. You begin to descend and you get down to that very first room after that kind of long staircase, the icy staircase and you see standing about you a dozen of these kind of icy shadowy figures all of them completely still, none of them moving, but they're in various states. Some of them are sitting, 
what looks like on benches or ledges here and there. Others are kind of on the ground, kind of on hands and knees. A few others are standing up here and there, but there's about a dozen of them in here. These are different ones than we've seen before? As far as you can tell, you ha- you can't really distinguish much between them because uh, it really just looks like ice encasing shadow. Are they like in different spots? Yeah, they are in different spots. Remember to keep your face covered. I've seen these move around before. They pop out of nowhere. Especially even untouched. Okay. Push through this room. And remember you had kind of a a split path here. And kind of go do you want to go back the way you came? Do you want to explore something different? Uh, I think uh we wanted to go up to the the floor that we did not go to before. Okay. Agreed. Alright. So uh it's not so much up. Up, it was up relative to where you were on your way back, but like it's still kind of level with this room. So you start moving off in the direction of where Gilly and Sorendir saw that figure on the elk. And it's this long, dark kind of archway, like this arched hallway. Remember the, the, the tons of alcoves with the, the various kind of bone effigies, and they are still here. After you've traveled maybe 25 or 30 feet into this darkness, Gilly, do you have your lantern out? There's just the four of you. So before I was just assuming one of the NPCs is a torch out. So I do want to keep track of light. Uh, So Gilly, you have a lantern. Mm -hmm. Do any of the other of you have a torch up or a lantern up or anything like that? I'll bring a torch up. Okay. So Floyd, Gilly, you both have light up. You hear up ahead, much like before, Gilly, you hear the sounds of dragging. You hear the sounds of shaking chains. Mm-hmm. And you hear the clip clop, the very slow, methodical clip clop of a very large elk. Now, you don't see anything currently. The light that you have probably sheds out maybe about another 20 feet kind of down this this very dark hallway you know there's an intersection you think at some point or at least there's a there's a pathway that you mm-hmm. and Sorendir saw do you proceed um gilly like holds up her hand kind of like to pause um to see if this will pass us before we proceed okay do you want to uh to stealth yourselves do you want to douse your flame anything like that Sorendir would probably hiss out, hide the light. Okay. I just lit this thing. <laughs> I'll put it out. Okay. So, <laughs> come on, man. We got so much of these. Okay. Um, so it gets, it gets effectively pitch black in here. Gilly and Sorendir, I'll allow rolls because you both have that keen eye thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of your traits. You're not going to get a bonus for it. I'm just allowing the roll. Uh, okay. So the two of you go ahead and roll an awareness test minus one. Okay. Uh, Floyd and Arineal, you're just at the mercy of these keen-eyed folk. Yeah, yeah. Can't see a thing. 
minus one, I still got a great success. Great success. Okay. Good to know. Awareness is my best. Fantastic. Yeah, great success. Okay, both of you see the see the silhouette of the figure like this this, it's it's darkness on darkness right you can Mm -hmm. see the shape you're familiar with at this point you've seen it a few times so like you can kind of piece it together but then you kind of notice something slightly different about it and it's not so much about what the, the figure that's riding atop this elk or the chains but as you see it slowly move past you across this little intersection the two of you see that the petrified limb, that tree mm-hmm. limb, that it drags, that it had bones affixed to it, you see now two fresh bodies that have been affixed oh, to it. Fuck. And you two would be able to recognize your friends, Marimben and Talendil. The moment Gilly sees that and she puts it together, Sorinder will feel her as she clutches tighter on his cape and she kind of just rests her forehead against his back because she doesn't want to see it anymore. And I will I will actually ask for a shadow test from the two of you, a valor test. Valor test. Only from the two of you because you're the only two who see it currently. Whether you share it with other people that will determine whether or not Floyd and Iridia will have to do it. I'm so good at valor. Well, you are valorous. That's a fail. One point. Just one. Ah, shit. Maybe a a touch of guilt? Sadness at the very least? Remorse? Something? Yeah. Yeah, I got a Sauron. And uh, then a one and a two. Oh, my God. Wow. Steven. an awful roll. You are the the reverse of clutch. That's what I've been this whole arc. (laughs) That just keeps giving. As you're watching very keenly and in this horrible realization kind of comes over you. And as you're, the two of you are watching, you can see it, again, darkness on darkness, but you can see the shapes, and you can see Talendal, you can see Marimben. Did did one of them just move, Sorendir? Maybe? You're not sure. Gilly, you don't see that. Okay. And right as you're kind of kind of leaning forward a little bit, Sorendir, just to try to get that extra couple of inches that might let you know this mist suddenly fills the room, just pours from above, and you can see this hatchway above you, a good you know, 15 feet above in the archway, and it just pours down. And suddenly standing next to you, Sorendir, with their arm on your shoulder, is one of these icy figures of shadow. And it's just standing there gripping you. And that's when the clopping stops. And you see that that figure is no longer moving across. And for the first time probably ever, you see its head and the head of that elk just just turn in your direction like it hasn't moved its head in ages. Sorendir, you woke up this morning and you're shaking off ice and cracking. This is like decades of never looking sideways. And it finally happens. It's dark for you. You don't necessarily know if it sees you. What do you guys want to do? I physically recoil from the thing that grabs my shoulder. Uh, Completely lose it. Probably let out a small gasp. And as I do, I uh, flail my arms to try and get away. And I like push Gilly 
accidentally, but a lot more violently, uh, as I'm trying to get away, I, I like stumble over her backwards. Gilly, as you recover, you're getting almost knocked over by Sorendir. Mm-hmm. You realize the room is brighter. You see that ghostly kind of green-blue light. Floyd and Arinigo, you see this as well. Sorendir, you will once you recover. And you look up and you see that that figure that's been affixed atop this this elk has this kind of heavy, almost flail-sized lantern hanging out from now an outstretched arm in your direction. And you can see this glow coming from it. And you hear this very slow sound of... And this weird clopping that is out of frequency to the point where it actually is unsettling. It starts to turn in your directions. What do you do? And I'll say, Floyd and Arinia, with that light, you now see, see Talendil yeah. and Marinville. Mm-hmm. So you, two of you can now roll that, that Valor test. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, thank goodness. Rolled my first Gandalf in quite a long time. Extraordinary success. Okay, the two of you see that. You see the talent in Marimbem. It's hor- horrific. But there's now this creature staring at you. You can't see a face. It's just this dark cow like looking down in your direction despite the light kind of coating. And it's moving slowly in a direction. It's 30 feet away, and it's slowly plodding towards you. These huge steps. As I see Talon build Maribim there, I see this creature. I just steady myself and charge in. Oh, my God. Okay. Floyd charges in. Okay. I feel uh, like a radio just got his long rest. From <laughs> this, like... <laughs> His 47th wind is back. <laughs> like a Reniel just went from the just absolute just grief of seeing Barambem and Talendil and then just sort of looking down and just watching Floyd just run by and is just flabbergasted at that choice. <sighs> okay. So you charge in. Uh, so I'm treating this as one creature, even though there's, it's two, uh, but I'm basically, it's like one big thing, uh, but we will dive into combat then, uh, as you charge in, um, oh my God. is that thing still gripping my shoulder? Uh, well, I mean, as you stumbled back, it let go obviously, but it's still here. Yeah. Okay. Let me go ahead and put a little music on. Okay. Okay. So Floyd charges in. What are the rest of you doing? Um, Gilly's going to pull out her bow. Okay. Gilly, you pull out the bow. I'm going to say you all are a little too close for it to, to count as an opening volley here, so we'll just go into regular combat. Uh, okay. But Soren, but you're close enough that I, I would say you can kind of maneuver. And again, it's a fairly giant creature here. Uh. I'm just going to use that token as a... That's not what it is. I'm just using that token as a placeholder for you guys to target on uh, on Foundry. Okay. 
some volley and ignore me. Sorry. You guys did not get added. There we go. All right. Round one, Floy, I'm assuming you are in forward stance. Let's go forward. Okay. So you charge in. Gilly, I assume you're in rearward. You get your bow out. Soren, dear, you stumble to the ground. What do you want to do? The doomsman. No, Floy. And I just like, I go for my spear, but I'm not holding it. And I just, in an attempt to scramble away, I just start kicking at the thing near me. Okay. So, so we'll say we'll assign you to the echo then. Go ahead and put that there. Our little. Okay. So we're going to put, whoops. So you're over here, Sorendir. You're on this. Gilly, you're way in the back. Uh, and then Arineal, what do you want to do? You're, you're, I'm assuming open stance. Where do you want to head to? Uh, so given what just happened with Floyd recently, Arineal uh, will um, go into defensive and she'll attempt a combat task. Okay, you're, in, you're going to be in defensive? Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So I will. I will be near uh, Floyd and in defensive. Floyd, you charge up to this thing. As you get closer, you realize just exactly how big this thing is. Like, like the elk is enormous unto itself, and then the rider atop it creates this this feeling that this thing is like twelve feet tall, huge, painful, frozen antlers. You don't really see legs from the rider as it's been caked and encased in ice on these sort of ruined flanks. You can see what looks like exposed bone on the elk on the underside as you get closer and you can see a, a much closer view to it. You see the bodies of Marinben and Talendil on that, that that petrified limb behind it that's probably about 10 to 15 feet dragged behind. As you're, as you're kind of charging up with your, your, your axe in hand, you see the, the figures holding out the... Uh, the lantern in one hand, you see it reach in and draws this massive, like glowing green black blade that just sort of gives off and reflects the light of the lantern. That is probably, you would guess, three to four times your length. Uh, and you see it, you see the elk kind of rear back, like it's going to stomp you with its hooves and kind of slash down as well. So go ahead, you're in forward stance. Do what you got to do. I wield my battle axe. Baruch Hazad. Swing at this elk's hind legs. Plus one. Uh, it does have a parry rating of one, so your your difficulty plus one. All right. I can make this attack at favored once per combat. Okay. Here we go. That's all twos and ones, so that's a fail. I forgot my favorite. Hold on one sec. I forgot to roll my yeah, favorite. Yeah, roll the second one. <laughs> that's a Gandalf, so okay. just took this. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, uh, tell me your damage. It's going to be seven. Just a normal hit. Okay. You have an axe, right? Yeah. Great axe, okay. And I do get to make the Intimidate Foe as a secondary. Uh, Sure.
6, 10, 14. 14 is just enough. Okay. Uh, but it's not a might one, so I don't think it is not a, too affected. It yeah. is not a might one. Uh, you are unsure of whether or not this thing has been affected as it does not seem to kind of break any kind of stride. You slash out. You don't quite get to the rider, but you cut across one of the flanks of the forward legs that tries to stomp down upon you. Uh, then we're going to go to defensive stance. Uh, so a renial Sorendir, are you defensive? I forgot. Yeah, that absolutely. Okay. okay. So the two of you are in defensive stance, go in whatever order you like. You go first. A renial, um, is looking to kind of do combat task of protect companion. Uh, so this is a, a battle role. So she is, uh, trying to position herself in a way to support Floyd. Okay, and so, so with the charge helm, in after him, yeah, yeah, with Argolab's helm, this can be a magical success. So I'll roll it and see if I get anything extra. And battle is uh, favored for me. Okay. Oh, crap! Um, let me do some math here. Magical success means you succeeded already if you if you use the the item correctly. It's just whether you're getting any extras. Yeah. So then this is my question, um, because I got two extra successes and rolled a Sauron. Okay. I mean, you already okay. succeeded. Like the magical success means okay. you've succeeded on the roll. So you're just effectively figuring out whether you're going to get any bonus successes. The the Sauron I'm going to use, but not in a way that makes you fail. As once more, the room fills with this icy mist. And you feel behind you as you kind of reach your sword out to try to help Floyd parry the, these, these stomping clo- you know, hooves of the, this creature. And also the sword that's now careening slowly, but very, very powerfully down in his direction. You feel a tug. As you look behind you briefly over your shoulder and you realize that beautiful cloak that you have is now being gripped tightly by one of these kind of icy echoes. There's now two uh, in the fight. I'll go ahead. The good thing, though, is that um, the next attack against Floy is minus three dice yes because i had two extra successes that's correct so little a good little and not so good. that's really good actually. that's amazing yeah. <laughs> it's really really good you'll see in a second why uh soren dear what would you like to do got this echo all right next so to um i said i was kicking out so i think that would be a brawling test that right sounds, yeah that sounds good to me i've never done brawling this is exciting yeah it's basically unarmed so uh, damage of that, one if you're just kicking. Uh, punching would be a damage of one, right? I'm kicking. You know, I I I don't skip leg day. Uh, <laughs> all it says under uh, uh, weapons is unarmed, <laughs> no, I'm sir. Joking, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, uh, that is a success. Okay. So you kick out at this creature and you hit it square in the center and it explodes into a million pieces of ice the spores start to swirl around as you've seen before, uh, but it it is it has crumbled to the ground. Do you? Have, I will. Have you covered your mouths? Have you? Uh, I think you, I think someone said that as you're coming in. Everyone was coming. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. I also would have like bandaged 
bandaged all the scratches that I had too. Yeah. So my whole face is just bandages right now. Okay. Um, and then I would just try to scramble up and sure. uh, start heading towards Floy. Okay. So we'll go ahead and take that one out of the fight. All right. So you are now kind of in the process of trickling across the battlefield. Uh, now uh, we'll go over to Gilly. Gilly, you are in rearward. Get your bow. Mm-hmm. The only light in here, you don't even lantern out because uh, the only light we have is that that giant green lantern it's carrying. What do you want to do? Uh, she wants to shoot at the big creature. Okay. Uh, difficulties increased by one. great success okay uh what's your what's your damage uh so my damage is four um i got an extra six so i'm gonna do the um well i got i got a nine and my thing is uh a grievous fell bow okay so that means um you want to you want to you want to do piercing blow okay yeah uh so what is my target uh, 16. Okay. All right. Can you hear the all the dice? Can you hear all of it? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, not spending yeah. any hate. That's just that's just how, that's all I, I got to so do. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so confident I'm not going to spend any hate. Uh, I rolled terribly and I still rolled a 19. So Ooh, I think I'm okay. okay. No damage. Okay. Uh, no no wound, but I did take your damage. So your damage was how much again? Uh, it would be 8. 8. Okay. All right. Very nice. It's turn. It's going to, with the 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 antler, or excuse me, with the the elk's hooves, are going to try to crush Floy, and this is going to be the thing that'll have a minus to the attack, minus three. Mm-hmm. Still leaves it. Still leaves it with one bonus die, though. Uh, it misses. So as as the the hooves come down, Arineal. You kind of hold your you hold your sword up to try to help parry. It just kind of pushes your sword down, like 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 your sword was not going to to stop the gravity. But you do manage to kind of just yank Floy slightly out of the, out of the way, and the, the the hooves come down and just explode on the ground. Second attack. You see that this thing, as the sword kind of comes down, doesn't really so much to swing at as it seems to sort of rebalance itself, and this long lantern that's got this chain on it. It's just going to sort of swing it down and try to loop it around Floy. Uh, with, actually, he should have gotten a second D six because Floy is in a, he is in forward stance. One second, one second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. one right. second. Fourteen. No, I need a fifteen. Okay, I did. I still missed. Okay, so then uh, it's going to go after Floy. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Uh, that's an Aya Sauron. Bonus success, three ones and a five. Uh, it's a total of uh, it's a... It's an automatic success. It's a great success. I get one extra success. So... This thing is going to... This this sort of chain, this lantern chain is going to wrap around Floyd and you just suddenly, like, you're constricted. <laughs> and you, all, the, all the air just expands 
expels from your lungs and you feel yourself just get yanked toward it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use the seize victim ability. You are now, you're only able to fight in a forward stance, which I know just doesn't bother you, but you can only make brawling attacks. So you cannot use your axe. Oh. So uh, you are able to potentially free yourself if you get an extra success icon on an attack, uh, but also any other one, anyone else could do that too with an extra success. Uh, and in addition to that, um, go ahead and take 13 points of damage. Got it. Okay. End of first round. Any changes to stances? I can't. Okay. There. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Thanks. Thanks for. What do you got, Sorendir? Uh. Sorendir's just gonna kind of lose it, and he's going to just throw himself as hard as he can at the thing going into uh, forward. Forward stance. Beautiful. Okay. Someone does need to engage the echo, however. So it's either you or it's a Rineal. Because it can't be Floy. So if you're lunging towards this thing, a Rineal, that means for assigning mm-hmm. targets. Sure. So you got this. Are you okay with that, Melissa? I don't want to force you into it. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a Rineal is the one who triggered it. So she turn around and you are yeah. engaged with Sorndir. You go and, and thrust forward. Gilly, rearward still. I'm assuming you're in rearward until you, until you tell me otherwise. Okay? Unless I say otherwise, yeah. Sounds great. Forward stance is Sorendir and Floy uh, in any order. Yeah, just you want to go for forced yeah. brawl here. Okay, so you can roll an attack. Just roll brawl. So again, one damage if you hit. But if you get extra successes, you could potentially for free yourself. Right. It's got to be a D. It's got to be a six on a D six success icon. Okay, I have two in brawling with one in forward stance. Okay, so and remember parry plus one. So it's gonna be one extra difficulty. Fifteen with an extra six, so great success. Okay, so you're able to reach your, you're just kind of flex your, and then your arms just sort of wrench free. And it doesn't burst the chain, obviously, but it kind of gives you enough maneuverability that you fall out from underneath this constricting thing as it was pulling it up towards you. And you just fall out onto the ground, axe in hand. Uh, What was the total damage you said? Uh, oh, it's just one damage. What is, I'm sorry. It's just one for brawling. It's just one then, for brawling. That's right. Sorry. I think I forgot to apply the piercing blow of the Gandalf last roll. Okay, so let me roll my uh, let me roll my protection roll to see if I get it. Uh, uh, it's another Eye of Sauron, so it's going to be a success, but it's still going to be... Yeah, it's a success with the Eye of Sauron. Um, otherwise... I- yeah, so no, no wound. Okay, but you are free. You've fallen. You've done. You've punched it, or you've, in some way, you kind of as you're falling, you kind of land on one of the clove, on the, one of the hooves, or something like that. Soren, dear, would you like to do? I want to do some cool elf shit. Um, Sounds great. Floyd falls down, and I want to just draw my short sword, flip it so it's uh, angled down, and jump over Floyd and just try to. Uh, not actually grapple it, but just kind of like throw myself entirely at it that I can just put all my weight into the heft here. And I'm going to use Elven skill for a magical success. Beautiful. Um, and I'd also like to take an audience die here because I'm not good with short swords. Uh, I've actually got a word. I got in a note from the audience that says they don't like you. Uh, so you can't have <laughs> that's <their> true. <laughs> but 
Uh, it's in my contract that I can still use audience dice. We got contracts? So, sorry, audience. You, you have to just deal with it. <laughs> Jeff, I gave all, right. all my friends a friendship contract. Don't you remember? <laughs> I was drunk when I signed that. <laughs> it was when I made that really horrible drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, so I, I would have failed otherwise, but I, I still get the magical success. Okay, magical success. Any additional successes damage. on top of that? No, nothing, unfortunately. Uh, so three damage for the short sword. Okay, sorcerer comes. You come flying over. You you stab in more, more to the again the elk so much, than rather than the figure atop of it. It's just you're not sure if it has shape or not. You're not 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 really sure, but you're able to affect some damage. Arrhenio, we turn to you. As this this creature is sort of tugging on your cape, as you whirl around on it, you've seen these things and I'm before. In open, yeah. Um, at this point, yeah. That's it. That's why I assumed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I am going to attack it uh, with my sword. So that's a that's three. Uh, I've got to do math on this. That was a low on the D12. Okay, AFK uh, for 20 minutes then. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I did succeed and I got two sixes. Okay. Uh, but I had a two on my uh, D12, so there's no way that I can get That's two piercing, low. piercing. So I am going to Let me see what I can do. Um, Can I do a heavy blow? Yeah, I, I was going to do a heavy blow with one and maybe do a fend off with the other. So I can give myself a plus two parry rating. Why don't you give me the total damage before we get too far into this? Because oh, you, you might actually kill this thing. These things don't have a ton of ton of health. Don't forget. Ten damage. Okay. Uh, if you were to use two heavy blows, how much damage would you do? Because I know you got two successes. 17. You would be able to kill it if you used two heavy blows. You guys have fought okay. these things before, so like some of them you can just kill in one shot, like the ones that kind of pop, but like the ones that actively are seeming like th- that are moving, like this one is, or seem to be a little sturdier. Uh, but that would be enough if you wanted to do that. Okay. And then I, I always forget with the heavy blow that I'm using a two handed weapon. So it's um, even more. Even just using one, it would be a, um, it was be an 11 for the first one and then eight. So 19, 19 total. For the second one, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's still enough. I mean, like it's even okay. more than enough as you're able to to take this one out. So yeah, that second one is gone, and then I assume are you going to take a couple steps over then onto this this creature? Yes, I would. Okay, all right. So all of you now are effectively surrounding it. With the three of you surrounding it now, I will give bonus dice. Two people is not enough. This creature's essentially two things, but three to two, I'll give you the bonus die now. Um, okay, then we're going to go to Gilly. I'm shooting. Um, could you, how many arrows would you say I would have left over from Talendal soaking? Uh, I wouldn't. Okay. So you were getting the bonus dice because you were tapping into Talendal. So Got not, it. not okay. so much because, so it was more, we were just flavoring it that way. Got so. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's still here. So can she get the bonus? Though? No, that's that nice. hurts. That, oh like, no. It's like, like, go, go get him, Gilly. Oh, it hurts oh. so bad. Oh, 
Guess I got a nine. Okay. And I got an extraordinary success, Jeff. Okay. That's, I believe you. Uh, I also That's am so unperturbed. Cool. I've never done that. <laughs> That's a piercing. So you got a piercing blow. Yep. All right. So let me do my, let me do my wound check again. Uh, target 16. My concern. I know. That's, uh, that's you got so many dice. That's 11. That's 16. That's 17. So 17. I actually rolled poorly, but I got a 17. Um, just passed. Okay. So no near piercing blow. I had three yeah. ones on that day. Uh, so pier- no piercing blow, but what's the total damage? Um, 16. <laughs> that's the best shot I think you've ever had. I've ever done. That's amazing. Uh, wonderful shot. As let's as, say, as you crush my hopes and you say it doesn't nothing. <laughs> oh no 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 no! It, it, that did damage. Like I, I wouldn't take that from you. Uh, like you, you fire. You could see the arrow. Like we do, like the arrow cam, and it kind of thrusts right into this very clear, soft spot somewhere on this this giant elk creature. And you, you almost those of you who are near it, you kind of almost see it shudder from the impact. It's turn. Uh, two of you are in forward stance near it. I'm going to split attacks between the two of you. Uh, so one's going to be on Floy, one's going to be on Sorendir. Um, I'm going to try to crush Floy once more uh, with the legs of this elk. It's five d six. That's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not only is that a success, uh, but that's gonna be a that's gonna be a piercing blow. Um, I need you to roll an injury test, and I will spend. Hang on, before you do that, I'm gonna spend a hate to enact my horrible strength uh, ability to make your protection roll ill favored. Okay. Let's see. I have armor of four. I just rolled double Sauron. Double Saurons. Suddenly the mist appears once more. Oh, shit. We see behind Floy kind of gripping him on both arms, like almost keeping you affixed in place for as the the hooves come down on you. You just feel your chest kind of cave in. The mithril, of course, is helping. Uh, What was your total? Because Sauron's on an auto fail unless you're... Uh, yeah, it's just a one. Sixteen. So, sounds count as one when you yeah. add them. Uh, yeah. Seventeen total. Okay, that's actually enough to pass the injury roll. So, okay. you're not going to take was an a injury. Extraordinary success. If that does anything. Uh, it'll. I don't think it actually does anything other than okay. just you don't get wounded. Um, but you now have another one of these creatures is upon you, uh, as it kind of manifests once more. Um, you will take six points of damage, as I did not roll. Any additional successes to do heavy blow on you? So go ahead and mark that. Uh, I'm weary. Then the second swing, this time the sword will swing down, and it will swing down at the elf, who is also in forward stance. So I will get that extra die. No extra successes, but this should be good. It's 11, 14, 17, 21, 22 to hit. And... That'll be uh, four points of damage only. So it kind of clips you as you deftly move about, Sorendir. Um, then I think what it'll do with Sorendir 
I will go ahead and do my seize victim as it slashes you with the blade. And then you can kind of feel, as you look down, you're kind of getting tugged towards it. It's going to do a seize victim again. You are much like much like Floyd was in the last round. You're in such close proximity that you can't do like a full swing. You're kind of caught up in the legs and then this massive sword weighing down on you. So on your next turn, you can only do brawling attacks. Um, but if you spend a success icon, you can free yourself or someone else can do it for you. Uh, end of this round. Fun fact, I'm better at brawling than short swords. <laughs> I believe you. Why aren't you using your spear? I, I left it in that room. when we, when okay. we. Okay, okay. Melissa and I have had many conversations about this <laughs> over the past week. I, I never grabbed it. Marimbim left it on the floor, and I ran away. <laughs> oh, it's her fault. It's her fault. <laughs> you look over, and she's still grasping it, her dead body at the end of the petrified. Um, all right, new rounds. Uh, Sorendir, you're, you're in forward. Uh, Floy, forward. Or, yeah, I'm keeping it forward. Or Rineal, stance. Uh, I'm going to do open. Okay, you're going to do open? I'm going to try to do a rally, comrades. Okay. Um, okay, you're still up there, though, right? You're still engaged with it? Yeah, it's still a uh, uh, close combat stance. Okay. So, in Gilead and Reward. Okay, let's start with forward stance. Soren Deer or Floy can go first. I'm going to strike this newly spawned spirit thing here. Okay, so you're going to engage with this echo, so you'll 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 turn to that. Which actually means a bonus die won't happen as this thing will, this extra little annoyance pops up. So just a success, seven damage. Seven damage. Okay, that's yeah. not enough to actually completely get rid of it. So it will stick. Al- it will stay alive. Okay, uh, Soren Deer, you are kind of caught un- caught amongst this traffic of legs and antlers and this massive sword. You can't quite get like your arm out, and you almost feel kind of encased in this. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll your brawl if you would like to, to try to do an attack. Uh, let me ask. It, it's a brawl to get free. What if I'm okay not getting free and I just want to try and do damage? The only you can only only thing you can do you can only, only you can only okay. fight in a forward stance making brawling attacks. That's fair. Okay. Uh, forward stance. We'll see. Uh, that's uh, Sauron and a failure. Oh no! Here's How, no my dice roll so well for any game but this. Elevens would be fantastic again. all the time. I don't seem to remember you rolling extraordinarily well last night. Did you? Well, no. I'm talking about my d12s. My d12s are elevens <laughs> and twelves. My d10s suck. Your d10s suck. Okay, fair enough. Another one of these things uh, spawn on top of you. you. Guys are quickly becoming outnumbered, and this huge thing is uh, is still up and seemingly unperturbed. Uh, we're gonna- as I'm thrashing and trying to bash away, I just twist and I yell, "Floy, you fool! Fly!" Mm. Fly! <laughs> what, what are you Why? talking? What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong? Wings on a bird? <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, we'll go over to Arineal then. Arineal, okay, uh, you so got your combat test you wanted to do? Yeah, so I'm going to try Rally Comrades. And so I am going to take uh, I'm going to take an audience dice and I'm going to kind of flavor it as like, you know, think of everyone we're fighting for. We can, 
you know, we can do this. We can get ourselves out of this. Um, so I'm trying it in Harden, which isn't necessarily a thing I'm super good at, but I'm going to give it a shot. Sure. And, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, I succeeded with two extra successes. Oh, wow. So let's see. Rally Comrade. On a, well, it's not actually going to. Oh, well. No, no. <laughs> it's not actually going to do anything. On all... a success, all party members fighting in forward stance gain mm-hmm. 1D on their attacks the following round. If your dice, if your roll includes a success icon, the bonus is applied to all player heroes fighting in close combat stance. So on the next so I guess round. I I rallied myself. No, I mean, on the next next round, Floy and Soren Deer, and if Gailey wanted to, if she wanted to pop up, we'd get get that bonus. Yes, yeah, if yeah. you want to pop up. So at any of the three four, in any, any of the three close stances, yep. um, we could all get a 1d6. Yep, get a bonus. Okay. Next time. Gailey? Next round. Uh, you are in rearward stance. Mm-hmm. Still firing? Uh, yeah. Okay, go for it. Keep it member, plus one. Yep. Uh, with the plus one, I don't pass this time. So the this time, the arrow tracking, like the we follow it and kind of gets at the last second, just kind of deflected by a chain piece yeah, of metal. Yeah, like it just lands in the chain or something. Yeah, and just and just becomes ineffective and scatters across. Okay, Soren Deer, it's going to try to like once more. I think at this point, it's got two attacks. Uh, it's going to do one on Sorendir, probably going to do one on Arineal. Sorendir is kind of trapped in, 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 in amongst these, these kind of frozen antlers that are sticking out in strange angles from the head of this creature. Also the legs that have icicle spikes on them. And the sword itself is sort of kind of keeping you, uh, keeping you tidied up. So I'm going to say the sword will go on Sorendir and then Arineal is going to try to crush you. Um, well, actually, no. I'll say it's going to do... I'm going to say it the, the, other, the other way around. Uh, so we'll start with the sword on Arineal. Um, and I'm going to give... I'm going to give it a bonus die. As there's technically three creatures now on the two of you. Well, no, it won't... Actually, that would only be on Sorendir. Okay, so on... On, uh, on, on Arineal, who's an open stance, it's just going to be a straight, a straight attack. Okay, here we go. Uh, well, I rolled a Gandalf, so that's a that's that's not good. But I also rolled two sixes, a five, and a one, which would be an eighteen. Oh, that's, this is gonna hurt. Good to go. That's a hit. Eighteen's good. Yeah, parry a sixteen. All right, I will do two heavy blows. Shit. Uh, that's going to be eighteen points of damage. Shit. As this blade gets lifted up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of comes down on you in this sort of slow motion. It, it, it's almost the pressure of it as much as it is the sharp. Like, you're not even sure if it's sharp. It's just so heavy and huge as it lands on top of you for 18 points of damage. Don't forget about knockback if you wanted to take yeah, advantage of that. this seems like a good time to uh, use that and only take uh, nine. You shift your body in such a way as to avoid the edge of the blade, but you still get the, that kind of crushing force of it as you tumble back nine points of damage. Uh, you'll spend your next turn recovering your position before you can do anything. It'll then turn its attention to Sorendir, and will attempt to 
once more, I believe it's going to try to crush you with its hooves. You're in forward stance. And then I'm going to give it a plus one for outnumbering you. With everything up here. I rolled terribly, but probably enough. 10, 16, 19. If you got past 19, you got it. 21, 23. Oh I rolled so many sixes, or so many D6s. You don't have to keep counting. It's fine. <laughs> we can... 10, 16, 21. Uh, and I do have one six. He's just savoring the moment. I am. I, t- I warned you guys. Uh, that's going to be 13 points of damage. Okay. Ow. I have a feeling that in Harton that I did may end up going to waste. I don't know. Then I am weary. Then it's the Echo's turns. The Echo that is on Sorendir will try to stab Sorendir in the back with this icy blade that it kind of this like this kind of half arm, half piercing blade. It will have a plus to this attack as well. Seven, twelve, only fifteen. I'm rolling a lot of ones tonight. Uh, that's a that's a miss on Sorendir. It's going to do the same thing on Floy. Uh, Floy. The, the other one's going to attack Floy. It's going to be... All right. That's a 10. 16, 18, 20. Yep. I'm going to do a piercing blow on you. Uh, so yep. take four points of damage and then roll a injury test against 16. I failed. You failed. Yeah. Oh my. Oh shit. Oh my. Time for you to roll on that wound severity table, sir. Let me see. It's over Let in me the. Take my shadow point now. Severe oh, injury. So this thing. Seven oh, days. You take it's this icy blade just cuts right into you. You just feel it somehow. It, it maybe it, it's it doesn't like your mithril covers your your physical body like your torso and it gets you maybe in the neck and so the the blade just kind of cuts in your neck and blood starts to kind of spurt out you quickly grab up and it's going to take time for this to recover you're you're a little slow a little kind of moving a little woozy as the blood comes out but you quickly kind of shift the mask a little bit kind of try to stamp the bleeding that is the end of this round new round Sorendir is uh, still seized and Floy is wounded. Arrhenial just took a bunch of damage, got knocked back. Gilly, you're doing cool. Uh, you had a great <laughs> attack on your round. And everybody gets an extra D6 if they're in close. So or I just have to stand up so I don't get a benefit from it. So let's go stances. Sorinir, you're still in forward. Floy and Arrhenial? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep it for another round. Okay. Gilly? I'm going to stay forward. Okay. Remember how it takes a couple rounds to run, guys. Yeah, I'm throwing that out there. Yeah, okay. I know. Okay. I'm like, we should go. <laughs> Please. Just got a nice and hardening message from the radio fight, though. I love, I love that this is the fight. You guys, you guys picked this one. I just want to point out, you guys picked this. We one. did we, not pick this one. Don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. What do you mean? 
I made this is one of those things where I signal the boss like like a, a boss a thousand times and you guys pick the fight. We're calling out long. We're not calling out you, Jeff. <laughs> okay, good, good. I, we're yeah. on the, we're on the same page. We're on the same. <laughs> we page. knew this was, was we're on the same a, page. Like Bowser. <laughs> like, I yeah. I mean, I, I I made this with a nameless the nameless thing creator is what I did this with. Okay, uh, which means this is uh, pretty strong. So, for its stance, we got Floy and Sorendir. Whatever order you would like. Go ahead, Floy. Can I force hit the small one, or can I switch? Due to the rules of the game, somebody has to be engaged with this thing. So, okay. Sorendir is engaged with the big guy. Wait, did I go? Did I not have you fire? I thought you missed. Didn't you miss? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah it, was around you, it was around you missed. I've got cold medicine in my system, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so new round. All right. I'll see if I can finish this off with my five extra here. Just another normal hit for seven. All right, you're good. That'll be enough. As you explode this thing, kind of clinging to your, your throat every now and then to get that bleeding to stop. We'll go to other forward stance of Soren Deer. All right, so I got a D6 for Millennial and a D6 for being forward. Mm-hmm. I got a good chance here. I My, got a good chance. It's brawling, correct? Would you correct? like any other D6s? Plus one to the to the, to their parry, by the way. Generous audience. Uh, the thing is, I'm brawling only does one damage, so a heavy blow wouldn't do that much extra. The only way that you get free from this is using a success free. icon. Yeah. Right. But I, I've got four D6s right now, so I, I'm feeling pretty good. How bad could it be? Bad. Very bad. You know, it takes multiple we rounds could all die to, bad. to run away. Uh, you know what, Jeff? Can't run I away rolled, if uh, I'm weary, so that one doesn't count. Um, I rolled a 25 Did great you success. Did so, you get any extra successes? I disagree. I, I, I got an extra success. What? You disagree? Well, I, don't I disagree. disagree. I disagree. We don't need to disagree. So... You managed to sort of tumble out from this weird little cage that you ended up in between legs and sword and antlers, and you kind of dodge out. This you're, you're not able to get too far away as you're still like in the range of this thing, and not only that, the the echo that is on you as well. Uh, but you do manage to free yourself from the seas. Uh, it'll take another point of damage from your attack. Did you have any any other extra successes? I had to use one to get out, so it would other. That was my extra success. Okay. I, I had two successes total. One more point of damage. Hey, at this rate, you guys will probably kill this thing in roughly 75 rounds. Okay. We're going to go. So I yell at everyone to run. Okay. As you fall to the ground. Uh, we're going to go over then to Arineal, who you're recovering. Yeah, that's all I'm doing this round. Okay. And then we'll then turn our attention to Gilly in the back. You hear, you see Sorendir finally tumble out from where he was encased. You see Floyd take that terrible stab with that icicle mm-hmm. sword right in the neck. Blood spurts out. You took your shadow point, obviously, already. Yep. He does manage to get a return blow on it, exploding it into you know splinters of ice and, and, uh, and grime. There's still one of these other creatures up that is on Sorendir. You see yes. Arineal stumble back up. What would you like to do? Um, she's going to go for the other echo. Okay, very nice. And then, um, while also yelling, we need to run. You can't attack and run in the same turn. Just throwing that out there. She's just yelling. Yeah, to you guys. I don't know why they don't bring flamethrowers to Twitch. I feel like that would be 
a good idea. <laughs> I told them a thousand times they're coming to an icy wasteland. Uh, yeah, uh, I passed uh, just a regular success. To, what's the damage? Uh, that would be just a baby four damage. Yeah, it's not going to be enough to take it out, though. Um, I did get a nine, though, on my um, D12. Okay. Uh, so then I will... And you have... That's a Grievous Philp, so... Yeah, Wait. so 16 is it's your injury. It's Keen. Keen is the one that reduces it. Yeah, I have a, I have a Grievous... It's both. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there, I don't have a keen. Okay, so, so nine's not be, enough. Yeah. Okay. It's so I did different. mess up that one time. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so four points. So it's still up, but it is an arrow sticking okay. out of it now. Okay. Yeah. Comes around to their turn. Um, I will have that one that you just shot stab Sorendir really quickly here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who is still in forward stance? Oh, is that an eye of Sauron? That's a nice Sauron. And an extra six? Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, man. You cheeky bastard. <laughs> I like, how much did you roll again, by the way? What was, what was the number? Uh, it was 25. Oh, okay. So 28 is more than that, right? Oh, man. Because that's what I just rolled in this dude. <laughs> not when I count it. No, no. It's not more. Live in a different different math. You live in a, in a base 12 culture. Uh, reject your reality and substitute <laughs> my own. Uh, go ahead and roll an injury test against 16. Man, I haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, injury is uh, my armor, right? Uh, it is your armor. So it's a d12 plus a number of d6 equal to your armor. Uh, against 16, you said? Against 16. That's a failure. So I will you pull up this wound severity table. can roll oh in the wound severity table. Oh man, it's great. Let's get that. Hey, gr- look, long I beat you. Let's get that grievous injury. <laughs> oh, this one's a more of a golf score. You want a lower one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can't keep changing the rules on me, buddy. Sorendir, you feel the cold, icy blade pierce you in the back, and you look down and you see a bloody red, icy blade sticking out from your stomach, and then suddenly gets pulled back. And you are spurting blood on the ground. Then this creature will go. This large creature that you all picked a fight with. Every one of you together as a group. It will split its attacks. Uh, as Arneo, I believe, had a stumble is stumbled back up into the fight, correct? <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not really sure how that works. Because like you just spend your turn getting up. So I don't know where that lands you. If you like fall back, but I can be wherever. Okay, well I then that's be. fine. I'll I'll do two attacks on Sorendir. That's cool. No, 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 no. Clearly, two, two attacks to two attacks on Sorendir. Well, are you engaged with him? Okay, all right. I'll do one on you and one on Sorendir. First on Sorendir, these will once more be the hooves crushing down on you. Oh, Jesus, that's three, four sixes, dude. I do I have my phone. I have four. I believe you. I believe you. I know you wouldn't lie to me. Okay. I have four sixes, six, 12, 18, 24, 26, 35 to hit. Is that uh, a hit? That's a miss. <laughs> okay. All this blood, everything just like slides right off. It's like after yeah. 30, you have to start over again. So you didn't quite make the 19. Let's see what else I can do. I'm just kind of curious. I will. Hmm. What else can I do? 
Foo, foo, foo. So gonna, I can take it. Okay. Do your worst. I'm going to use one to get that hired so I can give you a piercing blow and try to kill you with a second wound. I'm going to spend um, another to do a heavy blow. Let's see what else I can do in combat. I'm just going to roll my wound now and see if I'm dead. How about that? You know what? You know what? This is what's going to happen. I'm going to spend it all on heavy blows. Have you even <sighs> spent a hate yet? Are you still doing the piercing? I'm not going to do the piercing. I don't need to. I I did just roll. Okay. I'll find okay. If, if you Never rolled. Mind. If you rolled, I'll do it. It's fine. No, I, I would prefer not to after I see my roll. <laughs> I, will, I, will just, I will just heavy blow. I'll just heavy blow you. I'll just heavy blow you. Four. Are you sure? Because to be honest, Jeff, I rolled a Sauron. No, it's fine. 20. Hang on. That's the wrong thing. Where's my elk? What? 28 plus 6. 34 points of damage. I had 26 is my max. I had 13 left. You guys watch as the elk rears back and with its front spiky massive hooves smash down on Sorendir as he pauses for a second to look at his torso where the icy blade was just pulled out and he doesn't even see it coming as he just gets pushed down face into the ground and you just see <laughs> and he goes limp. Next attack onto Arineal. And you're in open stance. I don't... 10, 14, 15. Uh, does a 15 hit you? No. Okay. It swings the sword in your direction. You manage to tuck underneath it. Start of a new round. This is what we see. We see the limp body of Sorendir on the ground, having just been utterly crushed by these hooves of this massive elk. We see another one of these echoes that's kind of standing over top of Sorendir as well. Icy blade covered in blood. We see Marimbem and Talendil on this, you know, affixed with with spikes in this brutal fashion on the petrified limb that's behind this thing. Arineal, you're in Arineal and, and Floy, you're both in relative close combat with this thing. And Gilly, you're still in the back. What do you guys want to do? Gilly should run. I mean, you guys need to get out of combat too. We can leave. If Only rearward can run, right? Out of defense. Rearward can run. Anyone not in rearward can do an attack to successfully leave. You can From do any stance, right? Has to be defensive. Uh, I, I think it needs. I think it's defensive, but let me double check. That's what, uh, that's what you guys said last time was how to be defensive. That's the case. Uh, okay. Uh, defensive stance. He, roll your attack normal. If it's a su- success, you can leave. You do not inflict damage if you're leaving. 
Yeah. So he he ran out of endurance, which means he is he's out. Like passed okay. out. He's not okay. dead. He's out. He, a second wound would have killed him. Got it. Okay. I just wanted to make I'll sure he went down. Yep. I'll switch it offensive. Ditto. Okay, Floy, Reniel, you're in defensive. Can can we pull him out from defensive? Yeah, I'm fine with that. If you want, like, if if you want to do that, it's, it's your turn. Sure. Okay. Okay, uh, Gilly, are you staying in rearward? But yeah, because I want to try and kill that echo. Okay. We will start then in defensive, as um, one of you needs to engage with that echo. Uh, so is that going to be if we're doing? for assigning battle stances and stuff like that. Is that going to be a Rineal or is that going to be Floy since Gilly wants to stay in rear? Uh, I can hit the Echo if Floy can pull Sorendir. Uh. Okay. So Floy will be engaged with the big creature. Oh my god. Did that thing where two things are moving at once? He's coming. I got it. Oh God! Okay, there it goes. <laughs> All right. So, um, would it be more beneficial if I wasn't in rearward? Rearward. Just in, in terms of the, the, I know you want to shoot at the echo, but rearward is the last to act in the way that yeah. the system works. So, just have to consider a Rineal or Floy, whoever engages the the echo, is going to get this to attack first. Okay. Um. You can run away. Gilly gets to run away for free. Yeah. Yeah. They were so horrifically cruel to to Gilly. I think it makes perfect sense for Gilly to run away. (laughs) Bar the door to Othringle so they can't get out. (laughs) And then just head back with all of Floyd's treasure. (laughs) <laughs> it's on Honestly, I would 100% agree. This is her play of the entire time. No. Brilliant. It's um, genius. I think what Gilly will do instead is, um, can I go and open and try and drag, um, like run to grab uh, Deer to drag him away? Okay, so if you're going to go into open, uh, you can put yourself engaged with either one of these, these creatures. Uh, Echo would probably make the most sense. Uh, yeah, so, I'll do the Echo. Okay. Uh, and so you then charge into the fight. You're in open. You sure you want to be in open? You sure don't want to be in defensive? You you can't um, leave from open. I'll be defensive. Yeah, defensive just means you're going to get an extra. It's going to be harder to hit you. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll be defensive. All of you are in defensive then. Any order, whichever three of you want to go. Don't worry, Steven. You're unconscious. What do the rest of you want to do? I'll attempt to flee her. Gandalf, great success. Floy, you book it. You head back in the direction that you came, or do you try to run further into the darkness? <laughs> no, the way we came. You sure? <laughs> Ooh, it's tempting. Is there treasure over there? No. <laughs> <laughs> you do see this very shiny, glowing treasure chest. Okay, so you run back the way you came. All right, so you are fleeing. Arrhenia or Gilly? Um... Do I have to attack it, or can I drag him out? Uh, so what I'll say is someone's got to drag. If you're trying to save Sorendir, someone's oh. got to drag him out. What I'll... Hmm, how do we want to play? How did we play it last week? 
it takes an attack to break free Mm -hmm. and if it takes like an action to pull someone that would almost seem like it's two turns to do i know you know we did last week is we introduced the new rule we forgot about this the new rule for our audience dice if you burn five you get an extra action on your turn oh main action so we have 12 so you can do that yeah there we go but you still have to you have to succeed on your attacks okay to, to kind of create space to uh, uh, to kind of be able to flee. Okay. Now you're doing this, by the way, against the Echo, which is doesn't have the parry requirement. So okay. if you're attacking that one. Yeah, I'll do that. So it's one. easier for you to hit. Uh, can I have a dice, please, Mel? Oh, my. Uh, you're taking the, the five? She took six. Uh, or are you taking six? She's taking I'm gonna, six. I'm going to take six. Okay. So that leaves six us with left. six. Oh boy! Oh, I got a Gandalf and a six. <laughs> Gandalf, <laughs> they haven't even met you. You're just helping them so much. Oh my god! Okay, so you step up at, and you you watch as this echo and it's kind of that that jerky kind of zoetrope movement is getting ready to essentially finish Sorendir off. You see yeah. it reach back with its arm that's got the blade at the end, go to thrust down, and you come up behind and it. And Gilly just yells. Not today. And she slams her sword, her little short sword it goes, in his arm. And it goes stumbling. It doesn't so much hurt it, but it stumbles over top of Sorendir. And you're able to grab him and just start dragging him back. We're not going to say you could carry him. We'll say yeah, you're dragging no. him. You grab dragging him by a him. foot <laughs> and you're just, and you're pulling and pulling. Okay. Arineal. So which? You're of- all alone. The bodies of Marimben Talendil. Are fixed so, there. You're just going to leave them there. That's fine. Or I'm joining them. It's <laughs> essentially the options here. So it's a uh, ranger so, tree limb. Uh, Floyd, were you uh, connected to the beast? Because somebody had to be on the beast and somebody had to be on the echo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I can also be on the echo. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I had dice luck last week and I had dice luck this week and they are two different uh, types of luck so this time I rolled a Gandalf and an extra six so let me I just want to make sure I get this straight all three of you who needed to succeed on a test to be able to flee in the face of certain death rolled Gandalfs yes compared to last week it just happened like that and none of you dice. none of you were favored in the roll Nope. You just mm-hmm. happened. Yes. Can I just throw out there that I didn't roll a Gandalf? Steven, you're my favorite person right now. <laughs> That's why you're killing me. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I'm trying to. They're they're saving you. You and I are no, on the same page. We both want Sor and Deer to die. It's the rest of Somehow them. Somehow we're on the same team. <laughs> the rest of them are ruining this. Uh, okay, so you manage as this this sword is coming down at you, and you can see also like the sweeping of the chain. You manage to kind of leap over top of the chain as it sweeps underneath you and you take a slash out at the legs of the elk. You see as the legs come down it sort of stumbles forward. It almost looks like it's going to like tumble forward and spill the rider. And that gives you just that moment as it's kind of tumbling, bumping into the, the echo as well to flee. You see Gilly trying to drag Sorendere and you're able as you're running Arineal, to kind of grab the other leg and the two of you are just dragging Sorendir back into the <laughs> darkness. You hear 
no roar, no sounds of, of, of anger. You never heard anything, really, kind of any sound whatsoever coming from that creature. But you kind of rush and rush and rush. And before long, you find yourselves back in that opening room. You can see that around you, there are, at this point, about eight of these echoes, none of which are moving. They're all completely still. Standing in this frozen room, the image that you see on the overlay is kind of where they're at. You listen for the sounds of chains, sounds of hooves. You hear nothing. You think it, you don't think it's following you. And so you are momentarily out of danger. I'm holding my throat. It's not like a gash open. It's time to leave. We're lucky enough to survive once, but twice. It's a miracle. We need we need reinforcements. This was an intel run. We have more information than anyone can ever have. We need armies for this. We failed. Our companions are murdered. We didn't fail. It's the cost. And now leap. Okay, so Floy starts climbing up the stairs to leave Othrangul once more. Gilly, Rineal, you're still here. What do you do? I'll take Zornir off their hands, too. Okay. Throw him off the cliff once you go outside. <laughs> Gilly, Gilly starts to follow Floy, and she looks back and for Reniel. We'll we'll be back, but we we need assistance. And we we made a mistake coming here in winter. And and Reniel's just that. Kind of anger is kind of coming up in her. Just what, what was their sacrifice for? Marabem and Talendel. They agreed to come here so that we would succeed. We did not succeed. That she kind of gestures to Floyd because he went off ahead. He finds his gold wherever we go. But that's not what we're here for. Didn't get what we needed. And she sort of looks back down in the general direction of Maribem and Talendil. She kind of falls to a knee. Just sort of bows her head. We find another way. We must, we must succeed, but you will be, will be remembered. And she'll slowly get up, look back one more time and follow Gilly. 
Hallandell did say that we needed people who knew about the shadow to lead others to fight the shadow. So retreating now is painful, yes, because our friends did pass. They gave up their lives, but so that we can leave this horrible place and actually come back with reinforcements to get the job done. We have knowledge. We have things that we know we need to research further. Ever the... Ever the optimist. But you are... We did. It's not optimism, it's hope. And we need that. You are right. I hope we I hope we can make our return trip with safety. And everybody will trudge ahead. All of you leave Othran Gold, the door shuts behind you, almost knowingly. The mechanism stirs. See a bit of ice kind of crumble down as the ground and you return to the cave where you left your horses sore and deer bleeding from a wound his torso floy from a wound in his neck you have barely enough time gilly if you want to roll the heel test to reduce the severity length of their recovery time if you would like okay yeah I am going to require a skill endeavor to be successful in terms of passing over Angmar once more. Once you pass out of Angmar, mm-hmm. we can montage our way back. But I, I think Angmar is a dangerous enough place to warrant. Yeah, a skill endeavor. Sorndir, when would he have come conscious? Uh, let's see. Like after an hour or something? I think it's... Yeah, I think it's like, it's not too long. It's probably an hour. That sounds right. Yeah, it's one hour you come back. Would that be like before we got to the cave or after? Probably after, because I think it's an hour. You have an hour to do the wound test, uh, like the heel test to try to reduce the wound. So it'll probably, you'll probably come to in the midst of Gilly tending to you in the cave. Sorendir, I got a great success. Okay. Boys. I got a extraordinary success. Okay, so Soren Deer, uh, your wound severity is reduced by two. So two days less than the nine. So I think you're down to seven. And then Floyd, yours is by three. So yours goes from seven down to four. And it's at this point, Soren Deer, that you come conscious once more. And you see Gilly over top of you. You recognize after a moment the cave where you all have camped the past two days. And you look around. Everyone's everyone's here and alive, but wounded, bleeding, and there is a very familiar look of despair amongst all of them. I, I'm not dead. No, not today. What? Why'd we leave? 
is your only choice unless you want him to be dead. And despite Sorendir's exhaustion and fatigue, when Floy speaks, his eyes grow cold as he looks at Floy. Your dwarvish recklessness could be the doom of my people. Why would you be so foolish? That's what I know. And it's not like your elvish grace has done any better. Stop. I did not... My people... My people are relying on our success. You just... You just throw it away. And, And Gilly, again, is frustrated as she's tending to you and she looks over sternly at Floy and then returns her gaze to you. This isn't over. Sure. Do we need to retreat at this present moment because it's winter and we're injured and we need reinforcements? Reinforcements? Who else is there? There is no one else. We'll reach out to everyone that we know. Floyd has siblings at Gladrock. There are no banners we can raise. We have no armies to call upon. It's just us. Or is it just me? Don't be so narrow-minded. Like, we haven't been here fighting alongside you. It has not been just you. We will get reinforcements. We'll do what we need to do, and we'll come back, and we'll save your people. I cannot leave. If I abandon my people again, what? This isn't abandoning them. What good are you to your people dead? You're not. No good alive if I leave again. Being narrow-minded. Being a foolish hobbit who doesn't understand the world. I know more than you. I may be young, but who has saved us multiple times? It has not been you. You just recklessly risk your life. You have no care for it. I care for your life more than you do. How dare you try and waste your life again? I cannot leave. You must. How else can we see what removing that seed from that wall of faces has done to that person? If we do not leave to see, how can we confirm that that's the answer, that that's what we need to do to save them if we don't go and check? Or if we curse that, that person to was death. destroying an elf. This dwarf has no care for my people. He has no thought 
They're... Those seeds cannot be the answer. Those seeds, for all we know, he, he murdered an elf by doing such a thing. We can't confirm if we don't check. We will travel across the entirety of Eriador just to travel back? It would be months, if not a year. My people cannot wait that long. Your people have been waiting. Did they send a group of six to come here and solve this mystery? I don't think they did. We came. We did this task. We failed. That pains me that we failed. But this isn't about elves versus dwarves. We do what we do for everyone. We have fought, we have faced more peril these last few days than in all of our travels to this point. We have to make wise choices. We have to go back in. We're not going back in. Not this day. You may not. I will not ask you to. But I cannot leave without knowing that my people are safe. The answer to your people's safety isn't here. Gilly is correct. We did not find inscribed on a wall the answer. We found clues. We found information. We have to put those in context. Perhaps we saw things that we don't know what they mean. And Gilly is correct. We have a seed. We find that person. We know then what it does. We can't tell that from here. You go running in by yourself to what? Find yourself gored on that monstrosity? Find yourself frozen? That is no benefit. Perhaps. Us coming here was a mistake. Along with me joining this fellowship. I was better off by myself. And Gilly just shakes her head. I'm tired of the cycle of us saying hurtful things to each other. Rest. You're wounded. Just collapse and stare at the ceiling. Okay. And Gilly will sit up from, from where she has been kneeling, kind of like between both Floy and Sorendir, and she'll move over towards, closer towards the entrance. And she'll nestle herself into like the same spot that Sorendir had been sitting the previous time we were here, and she'll wrap herself in her cloaks, and she's not talking to anybody. 
Do you all plan to rest here before pushing forward? Yeah, but we don't get endurance if we're injured, right? Yeah, so I was just double-checking really quick because that sounds right. Um, so player heroes uh, under... So yeah, when you are... Player heroes taking a prolonged rest recover all lost endurance points or a number of endurance points. Uh, it's wo- it's short rests that wounded heroes don't get to do, but long rests it looks like they still apply. Okay. Uh, actually, the, it is nerfed. A number of endurance points equal to their strength score if they're wounded. So you still get the rest. Okay, it's just the prolonged rest turns the short rest. Exactly. Is effective. Yeah. E- exactly. And then you can't do a short rest. Okay, so do you guys want to do that? Yeah. Uh, I would yeah. like to do a prolonged rest, yeah. Yeah, they need it. Okay. All right. Gilly will stay up for half the night keeping watch, and she'll see if Arenial will take the other half. Yeah, Arenial uh, will be okay with a short rest instead of a long, and... Uh... We'll share the watch. Gillian or Renial roll awareness tests. Uh, extraordinary success. Damn. Damn. How'd you do it, Renial? That's, that's what I'm good at. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I, I just barely passed nothing extra. The two of you notice as the light goes away from behind the clouds a figure moving about in that icy haze. And you recognize it, Gilly, as the warg that you saw Soren Deer uh, kind of tracking. And you see it. <laughs> And it's like sniffing and sniffing. And you see it slowly kind of moving in your direction, but like not necessarily directly. It's kind of like loping here and there. It's like looking for something. And then when Gilly, you hear something scraping above, above you. It's not the normal crackling that you periodically hear. It's like something scraping. You see a couple rocks kind of crumble to the ground you look at that that creature that white wolf wolf like creature suddenly look up and then turn and try to bolt and then you hear the sounds of leathery wings swooping down from above your where you're perched inside your cave you see this ice drake just and just kind of slams into the side of this wolf that just goes tumbling around and you hear this blood-curdling, Woo! and then a second, and then in the, behind the mist somewhere, this like muffled crunching of things. You hear the sounds of dragging, sort of footsteps on the ice, and then it disappears. And it's a, you realize after a moment that neither of you have been breathing mm-hmm. for roughly a minute now. What do you guys want to do? As you wait around, you listen, you look. 
Nothing seems to return. Hours pass. Very faint sliver of light begins to pierce through the, the cloud cover. And eventually morning comes. You peek out to where that creature was. There is now pink snow and ice. Tufts of fur. Where that creature tried to run away. Uh Gilly will come in in the morning uh, and inform them about what transpired that she witnessed that night. Should we, should we leave now or do we risk another day of rest? How do you feel? Being battered, but I'm able. There are, there are many dangers, but the longer we stay, serves us no benefit. Soren, dear. He's been purposefully staring at a wall. Not leave. I can't. I've run before. I cannot run again. This, this is not running. I How is it not? I wasn't there the last time. And that was a difficult choice that you made. But we are still, we are still in this war. There are times when retreat is the wise choice. But we do not, we are not giving up. We have battles ahead of us. And everything that we do is for all of our peoples. And you have been brave. And you have been courageous. And all that we do is just sort of gesture toward Floyd, maybe not for him. But what we do is selfless. Come on, Lord Godward. Give me one day. I will go. And if I do not come back, you leave. One day to do what? Fight all of the forces of Angmar alone? I will not fight. I will travel quickly and silently. They will not know I'm there. I can do so better on my own. I, I do not believe there is 
There are things that go on down there that are not known. Alavan spears inside. You shouldn't have left it. Because Arineal has the Morgul blade. Yeah. So technically Sorendir can't get in if Arineal doesn't give him the Morgul blade. Well, we don't necessarily know if it needs the Morgul blade to cut it open or if it just needs blood. And Sorendir would be willing to try the second. <laughs> of course he would. He pulls out his third hand and he cuts his third <laughs> I, I take my boot off for a second. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing? Are we leaving? Are we staying around to let Sorendir go on a solo stealth journey? What's the plan? Like an actuality. What do we want to do? Yeah, uh, Sorendir would have a hard time leaving. Uh, I I know I've I've said that a lot. A hard time leaving, or do you actually want to go back in? One hundred percent want to go back in. Then if I you will... guys don't want to, though, I don't want y'all to die for me. And it's not really a choice. I'll we'll join him if he goes back in. Okay. I mean, it is a choice. We could just, you know, well, we have to make the two sword deers gone, and then a day later, <laughs> so we just take out our earbuds for the next hour. Okay. <laughs> See what happens to sword deer. So, uh, uh, I'm meant to be off screen. <laughs> Uh, Edward Eel is just sort of looking exasperated at Gilly. <laughs> but she was hoping that Sorendir would... Tell you what, why, why don't one of you give me a provision check? Persuade. Okay. That sounds or fair. Or in Harton. <laughs> or a combat proficiency test to <laughs> whack him over the back of the head. Yeah, yeah, that would work too. <laughs> Someone just stabbed him in the ear. Uh, yes, except this time I didn't do anything. I didn't bait him, <laughs> Australis. I didn't bait him this time. It, it seems like a hard sell that it would be months before we come back. It's, we don't even know if we can get reinforcements. You're 100% right. Um, we're playing true to mm-hmm. the size of Eriador and keep, keeping to the yeah, X. Yeah, like, what's what's to say that by the time we come back, elves haven't suffered this entire time? It's going to be... we like, still don't have... Yeah, it's going to be like a month of travel for you guys to get back to the Breelands. Yeah. The end of yeah. Yule. And then we have to spend the rest of winter. And yeah. Yeah. And then you have to, if you're traveling to Forlaunt, that's another month's travel, you know, give or take. And then trying to raise reinforcements mm-hmm. if that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I totally understand. Like the, I've, I'm I've just, uh, abandoned once and I don't want to do it again. I know I made a joke in the ch- in, in our private chat earlier, but I'm, I just want to, if you guys go back in, I'm not pulling punches. Yeah. TPK is on the table. Not saying that because I, I don't want, want to TPK because of me, but I will. Uh, I'm committed to abandoning this mission. Just getting out of here. I'm accepting this as a failure in my resume and Floyd's journey. Okay, continuing <laughs> on. He's such a realist. Okay, he <laughs> got some treasure. He's good. <laughs> All right, so that's our meta. So, like, so what? What's the plan? What's What's the idea? Someone is something actually going to try to roll to persuade Soren Deer to convince him to come. Uh, my persuade and hardens are not specialty here. 
So uh, if you guys don't do it, I'll, we'll pull some punches. We've done enough RP at this point. Yeah. That sure. I feel right, like right, right. Yeah. the argument's been made. It's just like if 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 Stephen wants to leave it to a role, who wants yeah. to do the role? So metaing this um, in Harton is my best option. It is not. You were giving me compliments favorite. there a second ago. Yeah, you were. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm being stubborn, guys. I... No, you aren't. I, 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 um, oh, I am. I don't want y'all to die because of me. Maybe, I don't maybe Floyd. think. I don't think. Well, Bull- he ran into that. He he asked for it. <laughs> uh, you guys chose this path. I just followed mm-hmm. along. <laughs> I mean, All right. I don't think Bold or Swift. I don't think so. Would make sense no. for spending hope. I mean, you're you're asking to retreat, which I don't think yeah. is necessarily yeah. bold, and I don't think Swift so, applies. I can spend a fellowship though to make it advantage. Is that I, a thing? Uh, well, we no. Don't yeah. Oh, and, no. That's yeah. right. Cause that was a particular, uh, that's right. That was, uh, um, that was balance. It? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, then I will, I mean, you could take a bonus die from Gilly. I mean, you and Gilly have been the ones doing this. So like you mm-hmm. for sure. Can I can roll bonus it too. And I will take five. Of our audience dice. <laughs> okay. To roll it at advantage. Okay. Okay. No. You wasted audience dice on me. I know. I, I agree. Okay. That's fine. Jeff is so happy to hear that. I, I feel like in the. Uh, I love burning resources. Audience sh- is trying to help the fellowship survive. I- so keeping okay. someone dear is. Okay. So I get one bonus then from Gilly helping. And favored. Okay, and favored. Okay. Double sour on here. It comes. <laughs> she just gave me oh. stink eye. I thought she did have it. I was like, <laughs> no, oh, God, she looked no. at me weird. Oh, my gosh. Wow. No, that's a good oh, my gosh. You can tell she's smiling. Yeah, she's smiling. I, I know the no, difference. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, really? No. I'm wrong. I lied. I don't know. I, uh... I don't know who she is. <laughs> Have you met her before? According to YouTube, they think uh, that Melissa's not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> they think they know her better than I oh do. My... Apparently, no, no that that was that was ironic. That was shit. What is it? Tell I us. know that was a whole lot of ones. So that oh, no. I failed by one. Uh, so let me just double check my math here: eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. And I needed fourteen. Wow, you had favored and an, a bonus die from Gilly. Yeah, so so much going I had, for I had you. Two ones. I had two ones and a three, and then it was an eight and a seven All on right. my uh, favored. So we the put highest this, I can get is a thirteen. We put this on a roll, Soren dear. Uh, you're going back in. You're not. You're not retreating. He right? is not convinced. Yes. So you want to go in? However. Floyd did threaten a little bit to to come to fists if that's what it takes, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll begin the journey to to Bree with them. Okay, I'm still taking those those resources, though. Melissa burnt them. I'm taking them. Okay. So you are going to, you guys are going to leave. So Sorinder is going to leave, not because of the words of Arineal, but of the threat from Floyd. Is that right? It appears so. He's still very stone cold. He's not talking anymore. 
But when you all start gathering and packing, uh, he does the same. Could I also roll to see if I had affected you at all or no? Uh, you I think I had your help. She took a bonus dive. So oh, okay. Can't yeah, do both. Ahead. Okay. Um, pack up. And you start to leave. So you descend the mountain. Um, we're going to put it this way. I want... We're gonna do this. We're gonna treat this like a simple skill endeavor to kind of leave at this point uh, to tr- to avoid. All I want is to get across Angmar. We don't have to do this for all the way back. That's insane. Uh, okay. But because Angmar is so dangerous, I do want to make sure that we're doing this doing this carefully. So uh, we're gonna treat it as a six. Got to get to six. Okay. I'm not gonna put a timer on it. Just the longer you're here, the more likely stuff's gonna happen. Is really what mm-hmm. it comes down to, right? Mm-hmm. So, who would be kind of taking the lead as you're climbing down? We're going to do it all together, climbing, climbing down the mountain and traveling across. So, who wants to try to take the lead to help on the way back? I think Sorendir oh. is moving at a half pace, so probably not him. Yeah, I was assuming Sorendir is uh, bringing up the rear. I would imagine probably Arineal. Because Sorendir and Floy are both wounded. Wounded. So, I'm assuming it would be a renewal. As you wish. So yeah, a renewal is going to be uh, out in front. Okay. Uh, so, what role would you like to do? I... I would like to trying to find the best path to walk on Um, because we've got some wounded individuals. So like I'm thinking um, oh gosh I mean, if you're just looking for the best, I think Explore is probably a good one to pick here. Like, Explore is, is, would be good. I hate doing Explore. Why? You have, three, you have three dice in it. But 17 is what I have to hit. And it's favored. I know, but 17 is what I have to hit. I much prefer trying to hit my 13. And, all right, it's favored, so. Yeah, well, second to 12. Um, Uh, great success. Okay, great success. So they'll take out two of the of the six. Uh, sorry, extraordinary success. Sorry, Th- two sixes. Okay, so it'll take out three of the successes that you need. So you swiftly, as is your way, move down the mountain. You see that the path that you took that you and Sorinder were on before, where you saw that giant throwing boulders at the slope of the mountain has been radically reshaped. And it requires you to find a different route. But in doing so, you actually find a very friendly decline. And it allows you and the ponies to move with relative quickness and alacrity. And within a day, you're able to get down the mountain, something that took you all about three days. The base of the mountain, 
you kind of try to bypass that that strange cavern where you saw that creature that that you encountered once more within the halls of Othringol. And you look for a place to camp, spend one more night here. It's dangerous to travel at night. Do you set up a watch of some kind? Yes. Wait and watch, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so if you're, if you're doing a watch, uh, you can either, uh, are, you, are we doing it like separately or kind of doing in cover a couple hours at a time and then a couple hours of time trade off that kind of thing? Yeah. Usual stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Floyd, are you participating? Soren, do breaks my prolong, but I will not. Okay. So Floyd will recover because of the wounds. That's fine. Uh, and keep track of your numbers as well. Orineal, Gilly, you can go ahead and roll awareness test then. Okay. A great success. That's a Gandalf. How many total successes for you? Uh, just a Gandalf. Just a Gandalf, okay. Yeah. So we'll say, Gilly, maybe you stay up first keep an eye on Floy by the time Floy falls asleep for the night you hear that crackling pop up that kind of distracts you from time to time but you do your best to focus eventually you tap a Rineal on the shoulder she wakes up she takes over Rineal you keep a very close eye not just eye but listening as well and you're listening for the sounds of leathery wings, sounds of large crunching of creatures moving about you, sounds of orcs at this point, because you recall seeing some orcs, actually, on the, the ground levels. But it pass, the night passes by quietly, like nothing seems to really impress upon you. However, when morning comes, Gilly, Arineal, Floy, you look around, and you do not see Soren and Deer nor do you see any of his things. Did he take off? He didn't mention anything. He said he'd go back. He couldn't leave. His, his things are gone, though. Yes, he went back. He agreed to join us. No, not go off not. on his own. Sorry, what was that? No, he did not. He was just humoring us. We knew he wouldn't. I knew he wouldn't leave. I will do maybe a scan. I'll look for any of his tracks we left behind. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, we'll I'd see. like to do a, a, a hunt or just help Floyd. Okay, so um, Floyd, roll your scan. Take a bonus die from Arineal. All right. It's a favorite. It's a Gandalf success. How many total successes? One. You look around. You see some of your your own tracks around where you have camped. But the snow and the ice has come down. The wind has just any signs of any signs of tracks you can't find them. Hmm. 
What are we supposed to do? We continue. If he doesn't want to come, then he doesn't want to come. I... If he's just going to get Balavin's spear... I, I could assist. No turning back now. And Arineal's just sort of cursing under her breath. He did. Just a waste of. He carries so much guilt with him. It clouds his choices. He assumes a lack of worth that is not there. I'm furious that he is doing this on his own. But Gilly, we, we, we just were already in the midst of travel back. We can't backtrack again. Great. And then we'll just keep pushing down. Or I will at least. Okay. Floy, uh, go ahead and do a roll to continue the skill endeavor as you make a decision at this point. You look up the mountain and you look across the the jagged wastes of the plains of Angmar and you push forward. So how does, how does Floy tackle this endeavor? Uh, just athletics, just using whatever stamina. Yeah. Just, guys left. just kind of picking up speed, kind of getting a run going. Yeah, it's fine. I'll take it. It's an extraordinary success. Okay. Gilly and Arrhenium. What do you do? Floy has left. He started running. You can see him go. You can follow him. You could turn back up the mountain. You know, you, you can suspect where Sorendir is going. You could do whatever you want. Do not worry about it. We'll figure it out. So whatever you want to do, we'll figure it out. Ultimately, Arrhenial's going to follow Floy. Um, I was trying to see if there was something that I might have. Um, I don't know, maybe you guys can help me with this. I'm trying to think of something that I might have in my bag to just sort of leave here. Um, that if he does make it back and he does come back this way, that just sort of a little token that he would you take the broken snowshoes that you deconstructed, stab it into the ground. Yeah. Rip a, te- rip a small tear in the cloak, wrap it almost like like a banner or a flag, and just jam it into the ground. Kind of uh, 
you know, kind of at the at the base of the mountain. Similar to what she did kind of when leaving, she kind of goes down on a knee and just sort of holds the piece of the cloak and just I hope you see this. I hope you can find your way back to us. And she'll kind of just look back at Gilly. Gilly, it's your own decision. What do you want to do? I know. Um... Gilly starts to dig in her pack and she pulls out her journal and she hands it to you. You um, you need this. No. Give this to Oswald. You give this to Oswald. No. And she grabs her bow. And she starts heading back up the mountain. Reniel, you said you were going to turn and follow Floy ultimately. See Gilly go up the mountain. In more than maybe a dozen steps, she's all but invisible. Mm-hmm. Do you turn and follow Floy, I assume? Gilly is a Reniel's fellowship focus. Floy is Gilly's fellowship focus, but it doesn't mean... Sorny was mine. I abandoned him, so... That a boy. I love you, Long. I love playing with Long. I just really do. <laughs> so, fu- so great. So fucking funny. Reniel? You can literally lift you Gilly, can. just saying. You could. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, you I could. Wouldn't. She'd allow it if you grabbed her and you Radio stopped her. pulls the bow out, takes <laughs> aim, right in the leg. Just, no. Yeah, uh, just being a leg. So would, I'll just ask Ashley, um, is Gilly open to persuasion? Um, You would have to physically stop her. But she would forgive you eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley could never be mad at Melissa more than a session. <sighs> All right, Melissa. Yeah. It's the, the whole fellowship focus thing is kicking in. Like, everybody would just want to point out run up. if you go after Gilly. Floy is all alone trudging across Angmar. A little wrinkle, I should Tables put have turned. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. will. He's just kind of- doing what everyone agreed to do. <laughs> ah, Floyd, they chose me over you. I know, right? It's like, oh my god, really? Ah. Uh, kind of wants to make one last ditch, so she'll she'll run, which like her steps will kind of overtake Gilly, and she'll just stand like right in front of Gilly. This is this is not what we're doing. And Gilly, you have your pony, right? Yeah, she left it with the group. 
So you have the pony. Floyd's yeah. got his own. So yeah. Reniel, you would probably have. Um, I always forget which one's which. Is yours beat, Gilly? Yeah, mine's root. Yours root. Okay, so you have. I think. Yeah. I don't. I we got forget. them so mixed up. I, have so I know. I know their names. I just don't know yeah. who's is who's. <laughs> <laughs> mine is beat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine's root. Yeah, uh, Arinia will will go over to Gilly and say, "This is this this is not this." Sorendir has his own demons that he is trying to exercise with this. We need you. He made his choice. It was a stupid choice. You must not compound it. You are needed. I need you. I can't do this without you. The, sh- no. the shadow is taking... I, I can feel it. I will be... I will be Marimbem without someone like you with me to help me. And Arunia will try to get you up on route. Uh, God, okay, you've got her crying. Uh, she'll, she'll let you get her up on, on route. But she's she's sad about it. Okay. We turn and go after Floy then together. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You turn. You go Damn, after. They Floy. did pick Floy. They did. It was so close, man. I didn't know. Which, I was like, ah. Well, Gilly picked Arinio. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah. It's all right. They've known Floy. Longer, picked you know, Gilly. I can't believe him. So the three of you. If if he dies there, I'm gonna be so mad at him. Three of you travel across plains of Angmar. Floy, you're out in front. Winter has come in full force. You're moving with speed. It's a quiet journey. It takes a couple days. But you very easily, relatively speaking, make the trek. And you have passed by that that frozen lake where you had seen the elk that was trapped inside the ice and it's there it's there no more and it's almost fully covered now with snow and you hit some of the slopes of of these jagged mountains that kind of circle and surround Angmar push forward you see these dark hills of Rudaur up ahead now covered with a, a light frosting of snow itself. These thick, extremely cold, extremely damp fogs that just weigh on you all over and over again. It is a month of time for the journey back to Bree. Meanwhile, sore and dear trudges up the slopes the mountains of Angmar back to Othringal and we will pick up with all of that next time on Waking of Angmar okay wow guys that was intense god damn 
What the hell, Soren, dear? <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. He doesn't want to play with you guys anymore. He sent that message to me. He's like, guys, I'm kind of... I, I did. I told him this is my last session and yeah. I will not be coming back. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Uh, so it, It's not you, Long, though. I, I do blame you for rushing into that fight, but really it's <laughs> Ashley. I just can't stand her. She's just like so nice all the time. It's I'm just... Sorry. It's miserable. <laughs> it's interesting because you guys kept dodging it and kept dodging it and kept dodging it. And then you just charge in out of the fan. And I was like, I wonder if this would bait them. And it and it did. It baited you. Wow. It baited yep, Floyd. It, it I didn't think it would be Floyd that would get baited. And I thought maybe like Oreniel would get baited into that. But um, but yet here we are. Um, okay. Why don't we do some closing plugs and we'll get out of here. I'll uh, figure out a raid for us. So, Steven, why don't you tell us about what's happening on Tuesday, man? Tuesday. Very excited. Uh that's December 6th, 9 p.m. Central. We will be returning to Haunted West with the good, the mad, and the unholy. Uh, this is our final arc. Uh, we'll be wrapping up by the end of the year, and uh, I'm calling it the uh, Die Old Make a Purdy Corpse arc uh, because Purdy will die at some point, hopefully early on so that Jeff can just show up and host without actually playing. I think that'd be fun. So uh, tune in and find out. I don't understand. Why would we continue uh, if I'm without, if without the main character, like, yeah. it seems like a weird thing to do. It's like a really strange things to do. Uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And not only that, but Tuesday we're also giving away another set of Norse Foundry dice. Oh yes, yes. very exciting. Uh, though, if uh, you're threatening to kill me, I'm thinking maybe I'm going to go ahead and do that giveaway on one of my games that I'm running instead. <laughs> That's instead fair. of That's fair. Okay, uh, but yeah, come out. We're uh, we're going to give away another set of uh, of Norse Foundry dice. We're giving away a few of these sets over the course of December. We gave one. Uh, away last night uh, during a hundred game, so we're going to give one away during Haunted West. At some point, we're going to do one during One Wing as well. We're going to try to hit like pretty much all of our our various days, so everyone gets a chance. Uh, and then let's see other things we got going on Monday. We're doing Holler for Savage Worlds. We're back to that. Uh, probably finishing up part five, I believe. Uh, and then next Friday, uh, we are going to start. I think it's a we're going to do a two week special. Uh, so back to back Fridays, we're going to be doing Regency Cthulhu. Uh, we're doing Christmas at Terraford, uh, which is uh, so we're doing. It's basically Call of Cthulhu, Jane Austen setting, Regency setting. Uh, we're gonna do kind of like a little special quasi winter event uh, as I'm kind of tweaking uh, one of the existing uh, existing scenarios to to sort of flavor it up a little bit better for us. And so we're gonna we're gonna give that a try, uh, and then Saturday we'll be back for for this game, and we will see just what the hell we're gonna do with this now because we have severely split the party. Uh, Three of them will be working on fellowship phase. One of them will be dying a horrific death. Uh, let's, I'll leave it to you to figure out who is who. <laughs> uh, but thank you for everyone who hung out tonight. Thank you for those of you who threw out some bits to help the party. Uh, it was very, very exciting. I'm going to go ahead and start up a raid here to our friends over at Boys from the Baltic Star. They are playing Orbital Blues, which is a wonderful game. We played it here on the channel about a month or so ago. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so go check them out. Follow them. Follow us. Uh, and uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.